every day but it's like because there's six do you so have really do you have stairs yes and and there wood and so you do get a lot of oh yeah yeah and then like if i sleep in our spare bedroom like andy ubers on friday and saturday nights so i always sleep in the spare bedroom those nights and uh when they get up in the morning i can hear them up there like on the floor because everything's wood so what do you need to be in the spare bedroom for when there's just a bedroom? Well, like the bedroom, like the master's upstairs okay. and then the spare is right underneath it. So like if he Ubers on a Friday or Saturday, I don't want to be woken up at 4 a.m. when oh, he comes gotcha, home. Gotcha. That makes sense. With all the dogs barking where like if he comes in quiet enough yeah. and the door is closed and the, the dogs won't hear him. So they just continue to sleep. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But in the morning, then it's like... Well, Savannah's back. Yeah. That's Savannah. <laughs> she finally got here. Yeah, well. <laughs> just, th- just 30 minutes late. Yeah. No, but, th- but she was 100% on time for the time she agreed to be here in her mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did want to... Your, your, your response back was funny because it was like 20 after, and we're just sitting here watching a horrible horror movie. Yeah. And uh, I sent her a message. It's like 6.20. I'm like, are you standing us up? And the message was, oh, shit, I'm an asshole. I thought it was 6.30. <laughs> I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> well, and she was yeah. here in five minutes. So Yeah, I was like it. right on buns. Yeah, and, and, and when you walked in, it was 6.31. So if you had agreed to 6.30, whether it was in your brain or um, the wrong time, you were super punctual. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't know. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. So everything's, everything's fine. Um, I'm not going to hold this grudge for the next 90 minutes. Listen, but I did leave you a really good review this morning, so you cannot be mad. Did you? On iTunes? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Aww. Check you out. Mm-hmm. I'm only half as mad as what I was when you got <laughs> here yes, 30 I did. minutes late. Well, because yesterday <laughs> I listened to the whole... Thank you for eating my battery up yesterday on my phone, by the way. Oh, you're welcome, um, But I so listened to that whole tattoo podcast yeah. oh, that you did Josh, because yeah. I was going to get a tattoo yesterday. Um, which I did. And I listened to the whole thing and listened about like shitty tattoo artists and stuff. So then I was freaking out before I went to go and get my tattoo because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, the shop that I went to, I went to Lakewood Electric here. Oh, that's one of the newer ones. Yeah. yeah. And the guys that open that shop work at the shop that I normally go to, or they used to work at the shop okay. that I normally go to. Um, so like I know those dudes, but it's a new artist there that I've never really like. I don't know his work that well. So I'm listening to this podcast like through like in between walks, like in my drive time, just thinking like, what if he's the shittiest? I'm going to get the worst tattoo. I'm not, I don't even know him. Like, but it came out good. This was a busy tattoo weekend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, so when you went, were you thinking about some of the things that came up in the podcast? Oh yeah. I even talked about him. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah. What'd you you say? (laughs) Like I, I told them. Um, so the one guy, Corey, one of the guys that opened the shop over there, Corey Welker, mm-hmm. he 
I've known him for years because he was at Tattoo Faction. He apprenticed over there and all mm-hmm. the things. Um, so I was talking to him about it because he was working on another guy. And then I told the guy, Brian, that was working on me, like, yeah, so just letting you know, like, I was listening to this. And now I'm skeptical of your work. Yeah. And <laughs> like, we're done with this. Yeah. It better turn out the way that I want. I wanted it to be. But it's perfect. So Yeah, that's funny. The uh, We learned a lot in that. Well, I did for sure in that because when I went and saw Josh, you know, my, for my, my first session, it was just me just kind of bullshitting with him. And I basically went in there because Patrick said he was good. And Patrick's got plenty of tattoos, so I figured he's. It's just like when you're gonna get your roof done or your windows done. I, I don't. You don't Google it anymore. I think you just ask someone that's already done it and right. what that experience was. It is funny because yeah, he mentioned a bunch of things like the ten percent are good, ninety percent are bad. I think just recently, and Patrick will know more about this, but there was an outbreak of bad ink. What, yeah. What, what, what was <laughs> that? Shit was fucked that's up. That's real. So though. yeah, and i I don't want to. I don't want to get the manufacturer the manufacturer of the ink wrong so i'm just not going to say it but they had bacteria in their black ink Ew. and it has killed 73 people that's a true fucking story it's killed 73 people because this bacteria um was working through their system attacked organs yeah. and shut them down gross so you you would never, ever, ever know that. So Josh and I were talking. I, I was in there Sunday, and I got a tattoo. Um, and we were talking about that. I was like, you know, I, I've got to assume that these people are being sued the fuck out of. Yeah. yeah. So apparently the shops themselves carry heavy malpractice insur- insurance, right? And that actually makes sense to me. So they're they're all going to go after this manufacturer of this ink. Everybody who's the family of those that died. If I was a shop owner and I carried their ink, I'd sue the fuck out of them. Yeah. Because your reputation is toast. Yeah, no one's going back in there again. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you're now the shop that killed a guy because you put black ink. I mean, everybody uses black ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Right. So I don't want to get too far into the tattoo thing because you oh, guys okay. just covered it. But what did you get on Sunday? So I got uh, this. Oh, very cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, it turns out because everyone it's... can see what this is. I know. That I... <laughs> Jesus, I'm now visual joke Joe. <laughs> I, so I got um, across my left forearm. He also got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. So yeah, I got across my forearm. It's a uh, funeral procession. Um, and there's a uh, preacher leading four guys, two of which carrying a coffin up a hill. And um, it's from a... I'm obsessed with the novel Frankenstein. I yeah. love it. It's my favorite novel of all time. Um, and uh, this is from a French Frankenstein poster from the original movie. So I just loved it. Very cool. Yeah. Very What'd cool. you get? Um... <laughs> No. I got. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> you met my little dog Myrtle, right? The yeah. little black Shih Tzu. Um, so I got a Shih Tzu skull. It's right here on my calf. It's still covered oh, with like the tagaderm. Oh yeah. But it's her. It's like it looks gross right now, but it's her skull. 
Um, her skull or a skull of a shinji? Um, did Myrtle know that you were going to do this to her before? <laughs> it's not her actual skull. Myrtle was really excited when I got home. She sniffed it a lot because it's down at her level. Oh, because it's on skull. the back of my calf. <laughs> so my skull. She's like, wait that's a minute. I know this smell. It's either mom's blood or okay. my skull. So it turned oh, out pretty adorable. good. adorable. Yeah. Once I take this like stuff off that, you know, that tag derm stuff that they put on there, it'll be fine. So. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe went and got work done on Saturday. Yeah. We were all just... I also got Myrtle's skull <laughs> yes. uh, on my right buttocks. Uh, <laughs> as it should be. And Myrtle's oh, it's a headless at, child. And at... That's, that's an adult. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and at uh, Doggy Brunch, Myrtle couldn't stop smelling my right buttocks because she knew yeah. it was Joe's blood and uh, his skull. I, gotta, I do have to go to Doggy Brunch. I have yet to go because I don't have a dog. And I feel like a poser without one. No, well, it's not like come go, pet it's, all the dogs. Yeah, it's not like going to like a father daughter dance without a without a kid. It's no, still that's a bar. fucking creepy as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you can, Who like, would do oh, that? I'm sorry, I'm just here to meet people. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's doggy brunch in a burr. You can still go. Right. With the first one we went to, we didn't take Roscoe. We took him this time around. Though. We've been to two of them. So for anyone that's listening, I think we've talked about this before on the last one. But the doggy brunch is a trust. It's every two weeks, right? Every second and fourth Sunday. Yeah. So, so my yeah, every, two every two weeks, weeks wasn't weeks. terribly off. Yeah. Right. Right. But there are those weeks. No, it's like every 13 days, Joe, you fucking idiot. But there are those weeks, you know, where like the months that have five mm-hmm. weeks mm-hmm. in them. So every second and fourth Sunday. Gotcha. But, How a um, lot of fun. The food's. I, who does the food? The food's great. Yeah. So it's anytime, any plate. It's a husband and wife duo that both of them used to work in restaurants. And uh, they just decided that they wanted to do these pop ups instead. And they kill it with their food because their presentation's amazing, yeah. And their food tastes good, so it's like a win-win. No I'm pretty what. sure a friend of ours decided to use them for their caterer. Was that? I made that up. I well, they, they our friend of ours came to the the last uh, doggy brunch, mm-hmm. not this past one, but the one before that, uh, two Sundays ago. <laughs> Sorry, <it's a> <laughs> not not this Sunday. The other Sunday. Well, but no, they're really impressed with the food. Sundays the food's ago. really right. really good. It couldn't have been two Sundays ago. Oh, it for had fuck's been... sake! All right, and, you know, I was here on time. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is your house. Damn. But yeah, it was really good. The beer terrestrial was really good, and it wasn't. It actually turned out to be a pretty decent day too. Yeah, it rained a little bit, but other yeah. than that, and a lot of dogs. This one. This one was funny because, like, we do this dog yoga before doggy brunch every Sunday. Doga? Yeah, doga. Mm-hmm. And nobody showed up for the doga this week, which was weird because the last one was, like, totally sold out. Um, but I figured, like, with the holiday weekend Memorial and Day, all that, yeah. yeah. Um, but then the doggy brunch really picked up at, like, 1230, where normally there's people there at, like, 11. So this one just picked up a little bit later than normal. But then yeah. at, like, 1130, it was... Like 25 dogs on the patio. So it was really, I don't know. So was it just the doga that like, I mean, so the brunch went off without a hitch as they always do. as they always do. But the doga, nobody was early for that specifically. For that specifically, which it's a cool, I mean, the doga is cool because it's like yoga with your dog. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also at 930 in the morning on a Sunday. So if you go out on Saturday... Yeah, there's probably not a chance that you're getting up to go and do yoga and healthy things when you just went out drinking. So. I think the other thing too, especially the last like two weeks here, it's like a thirty percent chance of rain. Yeah, all yeah. Time. sucks. Every and I, I, and it's like that all the time now, and I think Every that minute. that 
someone's probably just like, I don't want to go there and then not be able to do it. Exactly. So that, that, that there were probably a lot of factors that contributed against it, but I, I'm hoping we're past that. We're actually getting some summer days. I think. I think we got one more bad day tomorrow, and then I think it's supposed to get sunnier again. So yeah, hopefully sucks. we'll start getting some good sunny days, and then we can start doing some more stuff outside, like the doggy brunch. I think I think mm-hmm. it's people want to go to church. That's what I think, because <laughs> I can tell you, every girl I want want a date has to go to church. Mm. Uh, I'd probably need some type of a cleansing after going on a date with you as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd find God after dinner like, with you too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, all right. Well, nothing. <laughs> yeah, warranted. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm right, finding like I'm finding like all of a sudden all these people. I didn't think people were into religion anymore. Like I didn't think that was still a thing. Yeah. But it I turns like out it's something that they say. I'm oh, not sure that it's that's accurate. That's not good for me. Oh, you know what? I actually, yeah, I wasn't actually aiming for you there. Oh, but I feel like I did hit you never, a little bit there. Yeah, burned him. Never tell you. <laughs> have I ever told you the story about how I landed in Cleveland? No. So, um, I do want to get back to. Um, I, and I was looking to Joe because there's nobody else here. I would have told this story too. Yeah. But I do want to get back to like all the upcoming things you have and everything. Oh, we can talk about that later. Yeah, it's fine. So. Um, yeah, we. I mean, we we wanted you to come on this time because you're like you're super fun to talk to and you're funny and we had a good time the last oh, time. Oh, thank so. you. What compliments? Even though I'm late. Well, it is accurate though. I mean, if we actually yeah. think about everything and all the time that we've actually interacted, we've probably known you for about <laughs> six hours, maybe. <laughs> right. and, and that's I'm not even exaggerating no, yeah. that. Right. We talked for two even hours. Less I mean, for we, me. we, Oh yeah, even less yeah. for you because yeah. I've we've uh, we've hung out with you two times at Doggy Brunch. Obviously, the podcast. A little bit here and there, like over text, you're just getting you set up for the first one. But I mean, when Patrick like was like, "Let's reach out to Savannah," I was like, "Yeah." Sure. I mean, you're just you are pretty easy to talk to. Yeah, there, there I like is no that. we're not we we don't even though we don't know you terribly well. What we do know is is very nice. And well, and, uh, and we kind of just get right into it. My boyfriend lives here, so there's that here? at this house. Um, oh. Roscoe. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Oh, <laughs> she was pointing to Ros. You know what? Oh, she just did a visual one too. Yeah. You're pointing to Roscoe, her boyfriend. Yeah. I will say. Look at, at him. He just sits. I there will and get back stares. to your story, but this is no, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At doggy brunch, Roscoe, being you know real classy dog, starts barking at some other dog. All of a sudden, you hear at the bar, "Is that Roscoe?" She knows his. She knows his yeah. whiny bark. I knew it. <laughs> Turns around, he runs over to Savannah. That's great. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, so I, I, uh, I, I'm very bad at dating, clearly. So uh, I landed in Cleveland because I was dating a girl, and I'll, I'll go through the story. But anybody that knows me knows I would have never chosen this city, right? Just, yeah. be, just being a Pittsburgh fan. Sure. I love the city. I love the sports teams. I love the area. That's definitely where I would have gone. But I was living in Austintown, and I had this apartment – um, and I, I was living there by myself and I met this girl, started dating her and she ended up moving in, which by the way, I'm a firm believer in you should absolutely live with people before you marry them. Agreed. Oh, 100%. Agreed. Uh, like, there you go. Anti-Catholicism way, right? They're like, no, right. you can't do that. That's a, that's a sin. Fuck that shit. Like you have no idea about yourself before yeah. you experience living with somebody else. And you're just like, I can't tolerate that shit. Or, <laughs> or like... I'm an asshole because I do this and don't consider other people. Like, you have to live with somebody before there's, you. Met. Yeah, uh, there's going to be a realization or transition. Yeah. One. That first like month when that person moves in with you, 
you know, it's kind of a gut check, you know? Yeah. I found out I was a bad dresser. Did you know this? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I have no problem with your attire. Oh. Yeah. It was way worse like 10 years ago. <laughs> Carissa straightened you out. <laughs> Dude, I had these pair, this pair of like just brown leather like slip-on shoes, mm -hmm. and I wore them with everything. Okay. And I believe, don't quote me on this, um, she said, hey, you can't wear that with everything. <laughs> And uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, and then we agreed that she was fine with her attire, and then we well, moved on. Yeah. <laughs> now we're married, right? Yeah. And I and I no longer own those shoes. No, I'm not even so, allowed to look at them. So at that time, I was uh, I was in a band, and um, I came home one night after practice. My amp in one hand, my guitar in the other hand, set them down. Apartment living sucks, by the way. I, I, it's the worst. I, I, I would rather sleep in my car than be in an apartment ever again. Really? I, I, I hate apartments. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Hate it. Oh, I don't man. like the other people. I don't like the smells. I don't like... I don't like hearing them do things that I wish I was doing, like having a bunch of people over and it's game yeah. night. I guess it depends on where you live, though, too. Because or the kind of car you have. Like I lived, <laughs> I lived in this apartment on Clifton mm -hmm. for a year, and I was just trying to sell my mom on moving into because she just sold her house and okay. she wants to wait a while before she buys something else because she doesn't want to like jump into something right away. Um, so she's gonna rent for a year, and I was just trying to sell her on like moving to the building that I was in or one of the buildings that's owned by that management company mm -hmm. because it was amazing. Out of every like duplex and house that I lived in in Lakewood, it was the quietest place. It was on the third floor, so it sucked, but it was the quietest place I ever lived. But there you go. It's Clifton on the and third floor. We're on Clifton. Hmm? What? It was at Clifton and Andrews. Um, okay. So, but it was like one of those old brick buildings. Like I remember when we uh, were trying to hang we... my, uh, my TV in the wall and it was just red brick coming out yeah. of yeah. the, yeah. Of we, the uh, drill because it's I, so thick. I walls. think we lived in a, a similar one because we lived in uh, what Clifton and Lee. No, not Lee. Clifton and uh, Cove. Yeah. Yeah. So we that that was our first apartment because when we sold our house and moved up here, we had to live in an apartment. Then after a year, we moved to an apartment on Lake. I actually really like some of the apartments. Our second apartment. It was fucking sweet. Yeah, it that's how huge. this apartment was. It yeah. was huge. It was huge. Our second apartment was probably 1,100 square feet. It was really, really big. And uh, that's when I first realized that I have to have a large bedroom. And yeah. I can never go back. <laughs> yeah, I had three walk-in closets in my apartment. And yeah. I was like, why, why did I never have this before? And yeah. also, I lived in all these duplexes that I spent so much more money on every yeah. month and never had a dishwasher and didn't have these walk-in closets and all this yeah. stuff. But now... I've got this, and I never want to move out of yeah, here. Yeah, beautiful then I exposed. Br oh, I'm sorry, Patrick. You were living in your car. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like, I hate apartments. Let's They're just the talk worst. about how amazing apartments are. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that maybe that's the difference between living outside of Cleveland well, versus outside Austin, of Youngstown. You were in Austin, yeah. I mean, too. Yeah. I was outside of Youngstown, Ohio. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's not really where you want to be. Right. To be perfectly honest with you, no, I just read and... their real estate has been on the decline since <laughs> well the early 40s. <laughs> no, no, no. They were in their heyday. It was the early eight, mid eighties. But, um, so I had this apartment in Austin town and what I'm, I'm way getting ahead of myself here, but I woke up one day and the ATF was going through the courtyard 
and there were black SUVs, just like you would you would yeah, think yeah. you would see, like all over the place. And I was like, "That's it, I'm fucking out of here." I didn't know what was going on, but the ATF was scouring this apartment complex I lived in, and it w- it was right near the high school in Austin Town, so it's not it's not a crummy place to live. It's just. Everything outside of Youngstown sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Austintown's not bad. Like, I never felt like... It's not well, great. I never... But, I mean, I never felt like I was, like, in danger or something. There's just not much to it. Yeah. Did know. you guys live in Austintown also? No, but when he he and I worked at another company together, um, and uh, we had a... We, sorry. We had a location in Austintown. Oh, so yeah. We actually shit, did. We did. We had a location there. So, we Is actually did... Is that company you guys talk so highly about all yeah. the time? Yeah. Satan's butthole. That's what I yeah. thought, yeah. <laughs> the, the gates of hell. <laughs> Just wanted to double check. Yeah. So we actually spent a decent amount of time in Austin Town. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like bad, but just there was just nothing to it. Yeah, that there just wasn't anything to it at all. Even like like the plazas where there would be like bars or restaurants or shops, they were not even really run down. It just looked like no thought went into them. Yeah, <laughs> well, they were you know, they, they were just were shitty. Yeah, I mean, like. That was it. Was near a bunch of like truck stops and yeah, like yeah, yeah. dive stripper joints, like and kind like, of like Parma. Yes, actually, I think that's, <laughs> that's what a I figured. Fa- that's no, I think actually, that's, a, that's actually yeah. a really good comparison. They were, it yeah. was like you know you'd see these like hole in the wall stripper joints, truckers trucker stops, um, hotels. They are like Ooh. no fucking good is happening in that hotel right no. now. Right. Nope. So I mean, I don't I don't want to shit on it. No, it's pretty bad. I will. It's bad. Yeah, I'm just going to shit all over I it. have it's no fine. ties. So anyhow, <laughs> I, I go back to this apartment one night. It's I, it's early in the morning. It's probably like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning by the time practice was done. And I get home and I set my stuff down and take my keys out and unlock the door, open the door. Everything in my apartment was gone. What? Yeah, gone. The only things that were still there is I had an old Sony Trinitron TV and nobody wanted to touch it. Like a tube them. TV? Yes. And oh, it, we- yeah. it weighed like 200 pounds. It was the worst to carry. So nobody's going to fucking touch that. Right. Uh, she and I had a cat. She left the cat behind. Um, but- Wait, so this was... Everything's gone because somebody you were with. She had to have had a moving crew. I thought you were meaning like the ATF came in. Like no, 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 no. This was the the girl. Like what were you involved in? No, the girl. The girl I was living with wiped my apartment out. Okay. So I walk in with my guitar and amp and I set it down. My cat walks up to me. Glad you're home. And there's yeah, there's nothing there. It's like a movie. Now keep in mind. Yeah, this was Shit. my apartment. Like any everything that was in there, furniture, etc., w- was mine. Like it wasn't like <laughs> Joe's taking a selfie. It's it's not like um, it's not like it was like half mine, half hers. Right, right. And she just took her stuff. Right. She she and the entire group of people she had to have had wiped out everything. I had to go to Walmart to get a toothbrush. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks so I didn't have bad. towels or anything. They we had a 30 gallon fish tank on a wrought iron stand. That was even gone. Oh my god. So they took the time to empty the water and take all of that stuff out. It must have been a hell of a crew. So you're like, well, I moved like close to Cleveland and now I'm fucked. Yeah, so I went to work the next day, and I worked for a company. We had a branch in Cleveland. I literally walked in and said, I'm done with this fucking town. I'm done with Youngstown. I want out of here. I'm moving to Cleveland. Can you transfer me? And they were like, yeah. So that's how I ended up here. 
Well, I'm glad you guys stayed in touch. Well, funny funny part is, oh shit, I was living in Cleveland for <laughs> two three months, and out of nowhere she calls me, and and I didn't text her, message her, in call Cleveland her. two three months. So how long after the? So I I left immediately. Like I so it's in... probably about three months since you saw her since the, the whole breakup thing. Okay. Yeah, and she goes, <laughs> she she calls me. She's like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> stole what, my shit. What's up? <laughs> And she goes, uh, I'm surprised I never heard from you. I'm like, you're a fucking lunatic. Why would I Why would I ever reach out to you? Like, what did you want me to do? You took everything. And a lot of people ask me, like, why wouldn't you call the police? My, my personal belief has always been if somebody's that batshit crazy where they clearly have a moving crew come in and white and, like, take everything like that, you, you just want to distance yourself from that. Yeah. So that's what I I cut my losses, grab my cat, my guitar, my amp, and my very heavy TV, and my new toothbrush from Walmart, and moved here. Started one of the greatest podcasts this world's ever seen. Yeah, and welcome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Things things, even though you've been here for a while, but welcome. Yeah, but that's how I ended up in Cleveland. I I I vaguely remember not in that detail, but I vaguely remember you kind of telling me a story about. About that, like, oh, yeah, I broke up with this girl. She just stole all my shit. So I was packed up and moved to Cleveland. No, I didn't break up with her. She just took all my shit. And then I realized, I oh, we're not dating in, anymore. Yeah, I assume the breakup was implied. Uh, <laughs> so before or the last time I was here, Patrick and I, like, when we were leaving on the street, we realized that he lives. Are you live or you live? Live. He lives now, like, oh, right, right around yeah. the corner from where I grew up, which is super weird. Like, yeah. it, it, like the street is, like, in the same neighborhood. I told him where I used to live. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. I drive like, by there all the time. That's Super funny. weird. Yeah. I lived there for, I don't know, 15 years of my childhood. Really weird. But the, the best part about it, and I don't, I'm not going to share details that you may or may not want to share, but, like, you, you were like, every once in a while. We'll drive by the old home. Oh, I yeah. Thought, I thought that was hilarious. I was yeah. laughing my ass off. No, my dad and I will. Because, like, my dad I love is. That. So, my dad is. I know the is, details, which is why I'm laughing. Yeah. My dad is, like, the coolest dude. He, as I've, like, grown older and all of that, like, my dad and my brother have become, like, my two people. You know, they're, like, my, they're my guys. And uh, my dad and I, every so often... We'll just hit the road, and <laughs> when I say hit the road, I mean go like five minutes down the street. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> and just cruise by and figure out like, hey, maybe we, maybe we, I don't know, want to drive by that old house and see what they fucked up because <laughs> like, so he like in his like in his uh, not defense, but I don't know, he uh, he did a lot of work to this house. Mm-hmm. It's like this really nice house in Strongsville, and uh, he added all this extra square footage on and a pool and like all this awesome stuff in the backyard and all this stuff. So we'll drive by there every so often and see like, Oh, what the fuck? They cut that tree down. Like (laughs) why would they do this? But we always do it in a good time. Like we're always having a good time when Mm -hmm. we do it because like, I don't know. It's just, it's just fun to go and see that. But it's one of those things where like, I'll talk to my brother about it and I'm like, man, had they sold that house later in our lives, we could have totally gone into this and just like bought that house and still had it. But 
it's just part of life. You know? So do you drive by and just like, do you, do you instantly go into like childhood mode where everything looks familiar, um, sounds familiar, right? You know, not so much anymore because it's been, I mean, I'm, I'll I'll be 31 next month and we moved out of there when I was 14. So it's been a while Mm -hmm. since I lived there and all of that. So like, I'm sure a lot of the neighbors are different and stuff. Like we lived on this street that was very um, diverse. Like every, I think there were three white families on this street. Everything, everyone else Sounds dangerous. No, it was amazing. It was amazing. Like, our next-door neighbors were Japanese, and they had a koi pond in their backyard, and then you went in their basement. Like, they would hire us when we were kids to, like, take care of their fish while they went to Japan for the month, and they had sharks. No. Damn, really? Like, mini sharks. Still like sharks. The, like, the, I don't know, it would be, like, a foot like long. Like, in the pond or, like, in the... In the basement, they had, like, a whole aquarium that, like... That's pretty that's rad. What, that's what that, we it need was, down It here. was the coolest thing. Like, you went down in their down basement, here. and it was like tanks all along every wall and we'd go down there and have to like just feed everybody and the sharks got like mint like dead fish you know you just throw them in there um but it was like the coolest thing in the world where would you get these dead fish they just had them there. For oh, us. so they were just like, yeah, we didn't have to like the, go to. The... Here's the bucket of dead fish. Yeah, like the... there would be. So under every tank, there was a cabinet. And okay. in that cabinet would be like whatever those fish above it mm-hmm. would eat. So in like, you know, under the shark tank, it would be like a refrigerated cabinet with frozen or frozen cabinet or whatever with the fish that you'd throw in there. It was like the coolest thing in the world. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, it was like the coolest job to have as like a, a, a nine-year-old, like to oh, yeah. go to your next door neighbor's house and feed the sharks, With like the, in the iguanas. It the, was the coolest. Strongsville you lived in versus the Strongsville I live in is oh, very different. It's way because different. everybody's white. Oh near yeah, me. like there's nobody who is of any form a minority. But the Strongsville that I lived in was also proud like it was predominantly white because. The other day, on Saturday, I was at my dad's house. Um, he just sold his house in Strongsville. He lives, like, on, like, the Strongsville-Brunswick border. Okay. And he just sold his house, and we were talking about, like, you know, how far Strongsville has come and all this stuff. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Because it's the exact same. It's just that you don't think about it as much anymore. Because, like, I remember all the black kids that went to school with me. And there were maybe four. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So as I grew up and got older and, like, moved to different communities and, like, I mean, I went to college at Baldwin-Wallace and that was a pretty diverse school. Um, Not as diverse as, like, a big university would be, but, like, for a private college, it is. And then I moved to Lakewood for, like, 10 years and it was a much more diverse atmosphere. And it's like, man... I wish that I could have grown up like this because, like, now I'm experiencing it as an adult or, like, a late teen almost, but then you don't get exposed to it as much when you're, like, nine. It's funny because you know? Joe and I have talked about this several times. I Oh, that's right. Cause, yeah, yeah, I mean, what's, what's funny, like, Strongsville's a big class. They're probably <clears throat> 400 to 500 kids in, oh, each, way in more. each grade. I had... I had over 800 kids okay, graduate with okay. me in my class. So now 800 kids, where I graduated, there were 99 kids. 
You yeah. had you had four kids who were black. We my school had zero. But that just goes to show you how white Strongsville is. Exactly. If you can have eight hundred kids in a class and you know such a small percentage of minorities, holy cow. Yeah. So, but it's funny. Like my journey was exactly like yours. I never, I never, I didn't, I never met anybody who wasn't white or straight until I went to college. Right. And then that was my first like culture shock because I didn't, I never had the opportunity to meet anybody who was different than me. Yeah. Right. But that's like the, such a cool, it's such a cool thing to experience as like a, I guess like late teen, early adulthood, because then you're exposed to this and you're like, well, now I get to make my own decision on how yeah. I will experience this and, and, and accept it, mm -hmm. you know, because then you don't have that stigma of like your parents saying like whatever they believe or, right. you know what I mean? Like, like my best friend, well, one of my best girlfriends is a lesbian. Um, you know, I've had plenty of like other race friends over time and all of that. And like, I made choices to be exposed to that rather than them like then that just be like something that was ingrained in me, like from the time that I was a child. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, um, it's awesome watching my kids because my kids, um, both went to daycare in Berea and both of them had, um, I remember, you know, both of them had kids who were black in their class. Um, my daughter, uh, had daycare with a girl who was Muslim. And that was cool because she knew that she had different, like, um, you know, she couldn't eat certain things. Yeah, like right. my, habits, yeah. yeah. My, my my daughter knew that and and just accepted it for like, yeah, it's like um, both of them have had uh, classmates with same sex parents. You don't think anything about it, right? So to my kids, it's like, well, yeah, this is the world we live in, and they don't they don't recognize that. <laughs> There's any reason to think it's any different where exactly. I had to like, I had to learn, you know, like, oh, that that's new. And then yeah. I had to learn about it to my kids. It's just like, well, it's second nature. And I think that's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's that's really great. Yeah. You know, I think especially the way that the world has become in the past 10 years, even it's it's good that there's like all this diversity that kids are learning because the way that things are and like the way that, you know, super, super alt rights and super, super alt lefts, like they're like teaching their own kids. It, it can't be that way if there's a diverse community anyways, you're you know, you're hundred percent right. And, and you know, I'm I'm a fucking patriot. I love this country, and we have plenty of faults. Believe me, I I acknowledge that. But we live in a we live in such a great place where we look. If you don't want to accept the fact that there are differences, go go be an asshole somewhere else. Right. But that's your choice. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um. You know. You know. Joe and I have talked about it. It's just like, well, you know. We have opportunities. We can do podcasts like this, right? We can say whatever we want to say. We can we can talk about what we ever, whatever the repercussions are. Then I have to deal with it. But, yeah, like you're wearing a shirt right now that says "I Heart Swine." Yes, and like you couldn't wear that everywhere. Saucy song. Shout out to the lady butchers. 
See you guys soon. Yep. Slavica. What, what, what is the, the Slavic village? village? Really excited but, for that. But you're right. You're yeah. right. Like and you even though the, even though there's going to be a very vocal pile of people on the internet that, that would freak out because he was wearing that, he has the he's allowed to do that, and they're allowed to freak out about it. Exactly. Yep. I don't know. I don't really know what you guys are talking about. I knew plenty, yeah, I knew pl- I knew about... plenty of black people growing up. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> well, awesome. Good yeah. for you. Well, good for you, Joe. Yeah. I got Mr. there way before diversity. you um, I'm going to shift shift gears a little bit here. I, I don't know if you've listened to, um, so we have the network of podcasts. I don't know if you've listened to anything from the pol- pop culture spectrum. No, I was actually going to check that out today, and then my phone was like, Die. Well, as long as you get to ours before the others, that's fine. Yeah, right. But actually, it, it, the the pop culture one, our buddy Dan does it. He just he's released a bunch of gray ones. He just did. You can talk about the Charles Manson one. Yeah, I was I was, was going to go into the I still love you, oh, but yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to bring that up. So he just did one um, about basically six degrees of separation from Charles Manson. So he does this whole like Charles Manson like pop culture like here are all the. Here are all the things that were, you know, that came in touch with Charles Manson and blah, blah, blah. But he has um, he has another podcast. It's the uh, I Still Like You podcast, and they just did an episode about ghosts and about 20 other topics. <laughs> with, <laughs> but um, one of the things he he they touched on in there was death. And I was I've been thinking about this. I can't stop thinking about it. Like, um. Where do you, where, I'm looking at you, Joe, where are you on the whole, like, what is, are you afraid of death? Have you thought about death? What, what do you think death is like? Uh, have I thought about it? Yeah, a lot. Uh, uh, Which also, uh, if you haven't listened to the depression episode, everyone, please go back and listen to that one. But yeah, yeah, I, I gave it a once over. Uh, um. Have I thought about it? Uh, yeah, I have. I mean, even prior to that, obviously. Uh, so growing up Catholic, which has become kind of a bad word, um, but you and I have kind of joked around a lot about this mm-hmm. stuff too. Uh, in my opinion, like in terms of all the stuff that like people say about Catholics, I grew up with nothing but Catholics. All the things that people say about Catholics are true, at least not with the ones that I grew up with. They just don't care about most of that shit. But yeah, well, you're, you're brought up to think you die, you go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um I don't completely disagree with that or think that that's not true. But as you get older, as kind of what we were talking about, just like in a different from a more religious standpoint, I mean, you start realizing there's a thousand more religions out there. And all of them in some way have some type of version of this. Um, I don't know really know where it comes from. I'm not sure if it's true. I like to think that it's true. Um, is it like, is it because it's comforting to be? No, not because it's comforting. I mean, I think, I think it is comforting, but I guess the thing to me is all this kind of has to come from somewhere. Um, and to me, there has to be some type of higher being on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, for, for me, it's, well, I mean, think about what we just did right here. So the three of us got together, we met at a different location. We all decided that we have similar personalities that we've developed over time, got together to do a podcast that you and I created based on something that you and I really liked doing and started putting it out with technology that other people created, that some people were able to actually create and continue to develop over and over again. All that power brain stuff, all that... The different person that comes from somewhere. I don't know where. 
And I have to think that there is a higher power that is somehow responsible for some of that. So, like, it's influencing it along the way? Yeah. I mean, think about Think about that, you know, there are people that, you know, can cure, that that figured out a way to remove a, a brain tumor from somebody and allow them to continue living and, and figure out how way how to do that so it doesn't damage this or damage that. There are people that are really good with dogs. There are people that are terrified of dogs. There are people that are really good that are able to fly. There are people that are colorblind. There's all these different types of things out there. And to me, that has to come from somewhere. I'm not saying God. I don't know. Um, but I feel like it's something, some type of higher being. And then it's not really that it's comforting. I guess that doesn't really mm-hmm. comfort me, I guess. Well, um, I would, I would think that maybe you don't recognize or have forgotten that there is comfort in what it, here's what I mean. Like it must be relaxing or to know, Hey, when my time here is done, there's something else. Where where there's a consciousness, yeah, and I think it's more of a curiosity than a comfort. Truthfully, okay, um, okay. and maybe over time it will turn into a comfort, or maybe it has in the past. And I guess I just didn't really recognize sure. it because I was younger, and who the fuck cares, you know? Because you're right. younger and you don't care about that shit. But uh, I don't know. For me, it's not really anything in terms of comforting. It is more curiosity. Maybe as I get older, maybe it will become comforting. Maybe it'll get more scary. Uh, but I don't really know. Um, I don't pretend to know, and uh, right now I'm okay not knowing. <laughs> okay, well, do you like? Where do you follow that? <laughs> I will. <laughs> Joe's wrong. We all died. Nothing yeah. happens. No, I had that death moment on my way here. <laughs> so. <laughs> she had a sneeze. So she really everybody. hopes there's a god. <laughs> No, on my way here. Like, I had that allergic reaction. I couldn't see, and I was sneezing uncontrollably in my car on the freeway in rush hour. So it was a beautiful moment, (laughs) but it also sucked. And in, like, a split second, I was thinking, like, if I just crash my car right now, like, that's it. Like, whatever. But I've thought about it a few times, and it's just, like, I mean, I'm really into really, like, weird, creepy shit, um, like I love horror stuff. Like I collect dead things. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is all we're <laughs> going to talk about for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. What do you mean like you collect dead, dead things? <laughs> um, so I have a dehydrated bat. His name is Zed. Okay. And I actually understand that. Yeah. It's all like taxidermy stuff and like okay. skulls and stuff like that. Have you been to this place on Madison? Cleveland Curiosity. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Right. So the owner That's where there. I wanted to buy that wolf that I was telling you okay. about, but it was yeah, too yeah, expensive. Yeah. yeah. The owner there, um, Clem, is amazing. And that he'll tell you like the, the origin behind things and where things have come from and all of that. Like a lot of my stuff is from there. I've gotten things from other places as well. Um, but like I'm in the process of building this whole like coffin shaped book or a bookshelf and placing all of my dead things in there and like, all, (laughs) you know, it's like totally normal shit. Like anything that normal people do. I'm actually, this is great. I, I I made a, I I made like a, um, on like my personal Instagram, I'll show you guys, but I made a, like a fake terrarium for my dead bat. So, <laughs> so 
<laughs> I made a habitat for my dead animal. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. So he loves I it. bought like a, um, I bought a uh, like one of those lanterns. It kind of looks like a Moroccan lantern. And oh, then okay, I okay, okay. Put like some stones on the bottom and like some fake plants. And then I hung him upside down in there, and that's where he lives. And my dogs love to sniff it because they're like, there's clearly something in there that we oh, want. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll show you guys. But you I collect should. all that's... this random, these skull. Like on Thursday or Friday, I was in uh, Cleveland Curiosities and I picked up like a big ram skull. Clearly, why I got Myrtle's <laughs> skull tattooed on my leg. Um, I just like. Creepy, weird stuff, like the dead things are, even though, which is, I don't think you guys know this, but I'm a vegan, so I don't eat any animal byproducts, but I also collect dead animals. So I don't know if that goes together, but Um, it's kind of like an ornamental thing where it's like I appreciate the thing that goes behind. I don't know. It's No, weird. I agree. And I, the, the, the Cleveland Cure, as soon as you, I immediately went to the time, I've been in there twice and I loved it. Oh, yeah. The, the, it's so the, cool the, the reason that is because I was, I was trying to find different stuff for us to put like in our studio down here. Mm-hmm. And I saw in the window was this wolf howling. And I was like, Fuck, I hope that's 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's no. not. It's like 500. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I was just like, but I got, I want to go in there. And I ended up going in there and there's, a ton of very, very cool stuff. Oh, yeah. I have, like, tons of, like, old posters that I've purchased from in there. Like, just, like, old stuff that, you know, like, there's some books about um, taxidermy and stuff that I purchased and just stuff to display. Um, But this is something that comes from, like, very early in my life. So there are two little stories I'll tell you. One of them was at the old Strongsville Library. I grew up in Strongsville, obviously. And at the old Strongsville Library, there was a taxidermy coyote in the kids' book room. Okay. So this thing was fascinating to me. I was obsessed with it. I loved it so much. Every time I walked in, I would pet it. Like, it was a thing. And I loved it. I did not know... That years later, I'd be collecting these kinds of things. Um, when I was in fourth grade, I picked up a dead mouse off of the sidewalk. Just I used picked to, it up? Well, I used to walk to school. Okay. So I emptied out my bag of pretzels, and I put the dead mouse in the bag, and I put it in my lunchbox. <laughs> That's because, what Jeff- Jeffrey Dahmer used to do, by the right. way. <laughs> well, because I was taught that, like, I had, because we always had, like, pets and stuff like that, and we had, like... We would always bury everything after it would passed away. So I saw this dead field mouse, and I'm like, this deserves a proper burial. So I put it in my little Ziploc bag, sealed it up, put it in my lunchbox, told this girl Valeria at lunch that I found this, and she t- I know, right? Valeria? I know. I loved her on Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Valeria so of Strongsville. I told her at lunch, I was like, hey... I thought she was going to be totally down with this. Her name was Valeria. Like, she's like, yes. You profiled her. Yeah. I'm like, I have this dead mouse in my backpack. I'm going to bury it when I get home because it deserves a proper burial. She told the teacher I had to, and I was in fourth grade. 
I had to bring my backpack out to the hallway and throw this dead mouse in the dumpster. And I was so pissed. Oh, I was that so probably upset. crushed you. It was so terrible. And like, I go home, tell my mom, and she's like, well, you probably shouldn't have touched that dead mouse. I'm like, <laughs> but mom, we, we bury all these other animals back here. Like, we had birds and hamsters and all that stuff growing up. I'm like, it deserves it. Well, yeah, but you also don't put it in a Ziploc bag and bring it to school. So in your lunch, next to your sandwich, yeah, yeah. Uh, No, that actually all does make sense, and it's funny. I actually did something similar when I was a kid. Uh, Actually, I just want to make you feel better. I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't feel bad about it. But going back to like the death thing, I, you know, with like, because obviously, like, I am very into the animal community just like with i'm a dog walker i plan these dog parties and do all this stuff i'm vegan like all that um i never know what to think about like the higher being and death and all of that because like there are some days that i'm like i don't know like this dog acts just like this dog that i used to have so maybe it is a reincarnation or something like that but then i'm like I don't know if I believe that. It's just like always a back and forth for me, like with like God and all of that. Like I don't ever know if I believe it or if I don't. It's like there's a higher power, I'm sure, but is that higher power just your mind or is it actually a higher power? So, and that's kind of where I think it is a higher power because, again, because all those thoughts that you just shot out. That comes from somewhere. I, it, and right. that, 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 that to me means from, that has to be able to come from – to me, the, the synopsis in your head, the your central nervous system. Think about all the shit that's inside your body, how complicated evolution. the human body actually is and how far we've come and how far we're going. I mean that just has to come – from somewhere, the ability to do that, the ability to evolve has to come from somewhere. Again, I'm not saying God, but higher being, yes. So yeah. you you would l- – I'm not I'm not asking you, Joe, because I'm not going to do that to you. But would you – Thank you. Would you – well, you're, you're welcome to jump in on this. But um, would you say that you're more agnostic than anything 100%. else? 100%. See, that's how I would have – that's the way I've labeled myself for quite a while now. Yeah, same. But I am certainly starting to edge towards atheism for sure. Well, yeah. So I, I've been like back and forth over the past like 10 years where – I mean I grew up Catholic as well. You know, I as did, did I. the first communion thing. My grandparents like both are extremely Catholic. Like a lot of my cousins get married in the same church that they got married in and all that stuff. You know, it's – the – but I never really got involved with the actual religion side of it. I was just like, oh, sweet. I'm going to have a party and get money. Like, <laughs> and I'm I'm in first grade. Right. And yeah. that's how I think. First community. So, yeah, <laughs> Where now that I'm in my 30s, I'm like, sweet. All of those, like, what are those um, where they give you money and then you get it later? Um, oh, uh what? Bonds, yeah. Oh. Bonds, yes. Like, all of those things are now coming to light. <laughs> We're oh, like, funny, you, funny you said that was the one thing that I always kind of joked around about with Catholicism was that why would you have the, the these 
first communion, these these quote unquote awakenings at such a young age when the only thing that you really knew about what was happening was that you were going to get money. Yeah, presents. <laughs> Why wouldn't and that I'm happen have a party when you're, and when you're 20 or 25? Right. I think the reason is, is because when you're 20 or 25, most people not necessarily grow out of it, but start kind of noticing other things. So right, and you can explore an other answer, things. I have an answer to that. Indoctrination. That's indoctrination. You have to hit them when they're young, right? You have to... Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. You have right. to influence... Um, you have to influence those young minds. I know I jumped all over what you were going to say, but like that's, I mean, that's, that's the answer, by the way. That's why. I think it was indoctrination decades ago. I think now it's the same reason that we all do dumb stuff. That's the way it's always been done. I don't think anyone's really thinking about that. I really don't. Cause like when, so like am I, uh, I just went to a, a first communion not too long ago, like maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, just, you know, whatever. And, uh. You know, it wasn't anything where they're like, we got to fucking hook them. You know, the family was just like, ah, big deal, this, 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 that. Had a party, everything like that. I think, agree with you when this was first kind of, and probably for the first 20 or 30 years after that. I think now it's just, it's a pattern because it's what we do. Yeah, it's like a tradition. Like, this is just, like, I just did my, um, what was it, two weeks ago or three weeks ago? I was at my cousin's house who has four small boys. And she just did her third first communion. So she's got one more. Like oh, She's oh, got I'm four sorry. kids. Yeah, yeah. So like she just had, did her like third kid's first communion. And it was more just like, come eat, drink, do your thing, you know? It's like, a party. It's a reason to have yeah, a party. Yeah, it's just yeah. a party. And my brother and I sat there at a table with my cousins and got drunk. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is great. You know, it's a reason to come over to her house and do the things and hang out. But... Whether you support the religious standpoint or not, it's still a reason to like get together with your loved ones and, and all of that. So I, I do support that side of it because I don't feel like you know, like you always get together or you always get to have the time with your family that you should have. But I don't always support like the religious side of things just because I'm not yeah, Super religious. The problem with so. the, so many of the just religions were the quote unquote rules or whatever or guidelines for religion were formed two thousand years ago. Right. I mean, they. I mean, the. It's just like the the Constitution. It hasn't been updated. We he and I were just fucking talking about this. Like you can't say that the Constitution now still applies. You know, the Constitution that was written in seventeen seventy six or whatever that might be still applies now. It's a completely different country. You picked the year. Very good. They um they couldn't have well, possibly. Well, I went to Catholic school. <laughs> ah, so you know. They couldn't possibly have even fathomed the influences that people today would have in front of them. Like I think all the time about like um, Catholicism, right? Like, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Okay, that's so easy to say when you know you're living in a an, in a desert somewhere, and like. You know, you only come across who you come across. Yeah, right. now Tinder wasn't a thing. Yeah, that's that's my point. Like <laughs> n- now, you, you don't even have to. I, I could right now, if I wanted to, go on a website and see somebody's wife, and I'm like, I want to covet that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Within, with, I don't even have to take a step outside, and I want to covet. You see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. But like the the death thing, like. <laughs> I mean, I do. I mean, I just want to covet the next, always. The That's next, a... the next time, 
that you introduce yourself to a woman, you have to work the word covet into it. Why? Because it'd be fucking great. Okay. I um, just don't know. I, I'd, hi, I'd love to get Patrick, to know you better. I always want to covet, covet that ass. You right. know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I just want to go to maybe. So, yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, like Dan was talking about the whole death thing in the podcast that came out. And, um, and, they were talking about like when you die, it's just nothing. And our inability as human beings to literally be able to fathom what that s- cessation of existence is like. I mean, it's ne- it's impossible, right? Right. So the only thing that I've ever been able to say is like, well, you know, I didn't worry about it before I was born. There, w- there was nothing. And Dan makes this point like, you know, I, he says, you know, I've heard that argument before. The difference is now, now I know what life is and I have to then try to train myself to think of, you know, what I, I know what I'm losing. Right. I right. know consciousness. I have consciousness. I know, I know what this all is, but I still like to me. Yes, I understand that I have consciousness and everything, but like, and I understand that, you know, it's difficult to fathom what cessation is like, um, with this gift, whatever it is, wherever it's from, but it's, it's really playing with my mind now, like trying to like, even I get it. You, you, you now have a concept of what it all is and you now have to think about like giving that all up. But like what? Oh, you want to smoke pot? No. <laughs> were we not heading in that direction? I could have swore we were heading in that direction. Um, Dude, you just got to ask. Right? <laughs> you didn't um, have to so have a like, podcast just to ask. I'm just trying to like, now I'm like, now I'm fucked up in the head trying to think of like what that, is like so when I was this is really really well, random we and weird. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why Savannah was thirty minutes late. She actually yeah, yeah I was props. getting baked. That's why my eyes were so red when I got here. Not not the mascara flowing in them. Yeah. The allergies, nothing. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I do. It's just it's a it's a thing you can kind of wrestle with for sure. You can yeah. wrestle with every day if you literally just sit there. I mean, Patrick and I. I mean, you, you everybody knows that Patrick and I, you know, we spend a lot of time together outside this podcast because he and I think similar. We like to discuss things and also no one else likes us. That's so true. I yeah. like you guys. <laughs> I know. And Carissa you. likes you and Roscoe. Carissa, so le- Carissa three... legally has to. Roscoe would die on his own. <laughs> but yeah, you like us. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I mean, we have a... Uh, I don't know. We, we actually do have kind of discussion. And if you... This can turn into such... Uh, um, kind of like a mind fuck. Yeah, if you yeah. really start thinking about That's what it I'm all going the time, right now, like everything, whether you're, you're talking about the, the the immortality, the non-immortality, the the afterlife, reincarnate, like reincarnation. I used to fuck around with that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a random fucking lottery. Or then I was like, no, they make you do the whole thing over again. Yeah, <laughs> and then every once Fix in a while, your yeah, yeah, they see if, you, and then they're like, then they see if you but like. I don't then they see right. if you like if you make any adjustments. I mean, I, I it's a maybe it's a human experiment. I, there's a lot of stuff about this that just kind of messes that up over and over and over again. I mean, really, you can just go in circles. 
So for yeah. hours about it. So when I was a kid, my mom said something to me that has stuck. I don't even know where we were, what we were doing. I just remember she said it when I was a child, and it stuck with me for like ever. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you know, Savannah, we could either be in this heaven and hell universe. Or we could all just be on a piece of dirt on some alien's fingertip, and he could just flick us off at any moment. Yeah, and it is I stuck with that. me. It is stuck with me my entire life. Our solar system is a fingernail of some alien just waiting yeah. to get clipped. It's literally something that I think about at least once a year. I like, actually I, had my mom thought said of it this that. to me, and I'm like, think about why that. the fuck We're would a you say germ. that? Yeah, yeah. Think like, about why that. The would you tell? We're like, an electron. I'm pretty sure when she said that to me, Mars Attacks just came out. Remember that movie, Mars Attacks? Yeah, yeah, it's based on real events, yeah. I'm pretty sure that just came out. So I'm like, why would you tell a kid that after you see this movie of all these aliens just like murdering everybody for no goddamn reason? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, we could just be on the alien's fingertip, a flick of dirt. I'm like... We're it's like, a now fuck. I know that that's a possibility. It's a mind fuck, yeah. Yeah. So if you really sit down and think about this stuff, or if you watch any of those shows on the History Channel or do any of that no. kind of shit, you're gonna sit there and think about it for hours. And it's, I feel like it's almost a waste of time at that point because you're just like, well, now I don't know anything. Well, that's kind of like. When you get like, done with it, you have no answers. And you're like, well, I exactly. might as well. I didn't get know anything going into this. And now I know nothing. Yeah. You still you get no answers though. That's but you can't stop not thinking about it. Right, motherfucker. Yeah, just <laughs> spill the beer. And that's his first one. And that's my right. Right. So I think like <laughs> I think um, it's America. I, I you know because I don't believe in an afterlife. I don't believe in a do over. I don't believe in you know all all these things. But I admire deep down people that do because it's got and you start we start off here it's got to bring some level of comfort right right i believe that i'm gonna pass away i'm gonna come back as a caterpillar what whatever right like i get to go do this other life thing like oh that's pretty fucking sweet to believe that like yeah how comforting must that be yeah like my dad he i mean my dad is 64 and he is um, like we lost our grandmother years ago. We lost his, uh, third wife a few years ago, like all this stuff. And he always says like, as much as I don't follow the Catholic religion, like how I was raised and all of that, like, I do believe that they've gone and done something. Yeah. Which is great because it's comforting for him because he's 64 and he's super unhealthy and he drinks all the time and he smokes lots of cigarettes. So like Fuck, he's like, we should have I'm him pretty on. much yeah. gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be there sooner rather rather than later, and it's comforting to him, yeah. and which is great because I feel like at the end, like towards the end of life, you should start to have those like comforting thoughts and all of that and not just be like well shit i'm gonna die and that sucks you know you what? know agreed but and it, i don't think I, that's kind of why i've always never really jumped on the uh the religion is bad all religion is bad bandwagon because i don't believe that i don't yeah. i i don't think if, if religion if some religion for some people can make people feel better and live better and it has whether anyone wants to admit that or not, those people that quote unquote find like I mean that that's the a running joke in in 
society online, fucking everything, like, oh, we found Jesus. Big fucking deal. Why is that a bad thing? If that makes them feel better, if it makes them live better, mm-hmm. right. is that Good necessarily a bad thing? And yeah. and, well, and I, I just I will never subscribe to the religion is always bad. I, I don't. And it goes back to something that you guys were talking about a couple of weeks ago with like the the separation between church and state. Like as long as that separation is there and that like religion aspect is is honestly what you believe and that's comforting to you and that, that makes you feel good, great. Have your religion, do your thing. I don't, you know, whatever. But if you start mixing it in with the mm-hmm. other side of things, that's when it gets messy. But if you are just a believer and I, like, let's say, I mean, I'm not, but like, let's say I just believe in Jesus Christ and that's what I believe in and that's great. I don't feel like that should affect anybody else or, or anything like that as long as I leave it at that and not be like, well, I believe in Jesus Christ and that's why you can't get an abortion. You know, right. like as long as you don't mix the things, I think it's fine. I my again my I've never had an issue with with religion as a whole or th- or had a blanket statement religion was bad. To me, religions all religions' biggest problem is its inability or reluctance to evolve with the times. Mm-hmm. Is is the, the, those things and, and and Patrick actually mentioned the other day about. Uh, I don't know what the Pope like six years ago apologizing for the treatment yeah. of gays or something like yeah. that. Like for me, for Catholicism, I think they needed something like that. Yeah, the uh, stuff like that is, is is again, I think more people would subscribe or be into or not be afraid to discuss religion or admit that they had religious beliefs if there was more evolution in some of the things like that. And what's I don't know to no, me at least. Yeah, no, I. I I completely, it's just, you know, they were talking about that on that I still like you and I've not been able to stop thinking about it. And it's not, it's not a new thought to me. You know, I've, I've gone through periods where, you know, you, where you start to think about your own mortality and what that's like and just trying to, just trying to grasp the existence of nothing is such a difficult fucking thing it's to wrap a, I think your head it's a around. difficult thing to grasp. I, I do. I think it's very, very difficult to grasp. I um, liken it to like, I'm going to take a nap and I'm just never going to wake up. Because when I take a nap on my lunches, I don't have I, very infrequent. You don't have a guarantee you're going to wake up. That's my point. Like, and, I, and, and that's exactly right. Yeah. I just go to sleep and very rarely do I on my lunch naps have a have a dream and then i just wake up like naturally right this the next time i just won't wake up yeah and i think obviously a lot of people are like yeah that's the best way to go just go to sleep and don't wake up right? personally i want to die fighting a werewolf okay <laughs> how many people do you oh, know of, how many people do you know have died fighting a werewolf uh, zero not one and you're about to buddy i'm going to die that way would you if you could pick a <laughs> A way to We had a topic today, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. If you could pick a way to go, like whether it be like I want to go down and and werewolf off the table, right? Fine. I'm gonna go down in a in an airplane crash. No. Eaten by a shark. What is Ooh. what like what way would you want to go where people are like, Can you fucking believe Joe went out like that? Uh that's a really good question. Airplane, fuck no. Okay. Uh, that's horrible because of all the precursors that go with, oh, by the way, we've tried everything we can. 
this just isn't going to work, and we're going to die in this plane so crash. So you're like the three minutes of between a your... three. It's I, I, I think it's way more than that. I don't know what it is. Either way, let's just say it's mm-hmm. four. Okay, four minutes is a long goddamn time. Yeah. Um. So no to that. Uh, shark. I kind. I kind of badass. I kind of see the appeal. I do. <laughs> Chris, if, 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 tell people, if, <laughs> if, great white. if I kill, if I killed the shark too, oh, if we both died, like if I had a, you know what? All right, fine. This is what it is. You and I have actually, I'm going to see if you even remember this. Okay. You and I talked about this on a past podcast. Savannah, sorry. Bear with us for a second as we get through this. <laughs> Just be quiet. Just shut up. <laughs> so, um, here's how I want to go. Okay. Here's how I want to go. Um, I'm at the zoo. Oh. <laughs> 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 Fucking best, right? You know yeah. what I'm going to say. Yep, yep, yep. I'm at the zoo. Yeah. Some <laughs> stupid white trash hillbilly mom yep. puts her kid up on the yep. gorilla enclosure. <laughs> Goes off to get a fucking PBR or probably a bush light. Right, yeah. And, uh, Something terrible. Kid falls in the, the gorilla enclosure. Mm-hmm. And you go in. And uh, I'm sitting there. I'm a casual observer. Yeah. And you know what else? Um, Hero the myth. I decide. You've missed so much. <laughs> I decide. I grab the nearest thing that I can qualify as a weapon. And I jump in that gorilla yeah. enclosure. And I save little Timmy's life. That's badass. And you that know I say badass. that you know what? And I die because I'm beaten to death by gorillas. But I get some good shots in. I will, and Timmy, uh, Timmy survives, cures cancer. I will. Oh yeah, that's the only fucking thing. You, you know what would piss me off? Timmy survives, and ends up as a heroin addict. That would piss me off. Like if if my why would Timmy do that? Because of the trauma. Oh, so Carissa lost her husband. Hero. And then watches little Timmy grow up and be a nothing. She would be so pissed. Like, you are you fucking kidding? My husband died to keep you my, alive. My husband fought off gorillas for That's you. That's right. A silverback. Let's go big time. Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course it's going to be a silverback. I'm not a pussy. That's a, that's a, that is a good one. That is a good one. So, Savannah, if you had to die, and you will. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> not today. But... Yeah. I might what, be reincarnated as Myrtle. What's the way you want to go? Oh, and uh, sleep, dying peacefully in your sleep, you can't have that. Oh, I would never pick that. Really? Well, I wouldn't just because it's such a, it's like everybody's going to say that. It's so cliche. Yeah. She went peacefully. I'm like, Joe went out like a fucking boss. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I want. Hence, I don't know. Gorilla enclosure, I save a child fighting off gorillas. I feel like if... I had to choose. I I don't really know like at this moment because it's like that's something I want to think about. But in my line of work, I feel like I'd be mauled by a dog. Like mm. that's how it would go. I'd be bad. My 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 opinion and this is why I don't think that's what you should stick with. I think people would be like, oh, well, then she, I guess she just sucked at her job. Well, yeah. Maybe I would just die in an allergy attack on the highway. Yeah, that's it sexy. It almost happened today. So that could be it. Okay. Um, I don't know. If I had to like choose a way to die, I feel like I would want, and this is like getting super like deep, but... It would have to be in something that, like, I believe in. Like, I would want to die, like, 
supporting something that I believe in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I would want to die in like a riot of like defending me supporting or defending something Trump. that yeah, I really, yeah, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I really, really like animal rights or like okay, something. Okay, I like that. I like something that. Something that would like, I would really, even though like I'm not like out on the streets like, fuck you, people that do this and that or whatever, but. So it's not something like possible so, okay, so, that would so, happen. So not dumb protesty crap like that. Like where you're actually doing something, right. not just bitching. Okay, I like that. But, like, something that I would be, like... Like, maybe you're in, like, Africa defending animals against poachers or some shit like that. Yeah, Ooh. like, something that I really believe in. I am really good at picking I'd be good totally dogs. cool with, like, dying in a way, even if it's super brutal and terrible. It's cool. As kinda... long as I am, like, showing my support for something that I really hey, believe there's nothing... in. Hey, there's I just got beat to death by silverback gorillas. Hey, yeah. All right, boss, you're up, man. What do you got? <laughs> I, yeah. Those are good ones. I So I said earlier that I'm a fucking patriot, and I mean that. Like, I think if there were ever a, another, like, revolution in this country, uh -huh. I would absolutely take up fucking arms. Like, man, he had wait, You had a lot of time with that. Yeah. I would go, you you're thinking now. I would go Here's Red Dawn style. Damn it. I, I know Dan listens. <laughs> I know I know Dan listens to this and he'll actually remember a conversation we had many, many, many years ago about like about that. Like, would you be willing to take up arms if it was for the betterment of this country? And my answer is absolutely. Oh yeah, it would. But like I think outside of that, um, it would be pretty fucking sweet to go up in like a space shuttle or a rocket and get like stranded in well, I'm talking like Apollo oh, fucking that's so terrifying. oh my god that'd be the amazing no because you're up there and you're like watching your oxygen and you're like well yeah. I'm gonna die in four hours yeah. but I'm just gonna be here yeah <laughs> that is that is terrible I wanna take a break love you need to get help yeah <laughs> I would love that shit because forever and ever and ever. I'm well, now NASA, Patrick's Earth. looking for a job. <laughs> yeah. Houston, we have a psycho. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's do let's do. Anybody else want to talk about death? Well, let's take a breather. Carissa, real quick. how do you want to die? I had something else. She's about to die to on say. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, come over to a microphone. Yeah. Why are you acting like you're upset? You love talking on these. Well, because I had something. I, Closer. When you first started talking, I was thinking more about, like, how I wanted to go, like, for selfish reasons, like, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't hurt or, like, be bad. So I was like, oh, I don't, this is going to sound bad, but I was like, I'm going to, like, overdose on drugs or something. Yeah, have a really <laughs> good time like, right before. Because right? then I'm like, oh, at least I'd be fucked up, and it probably wouldn't be that yeah, bad. Yeah, and that, it, that, that sounds really good. Because of the opioid crisis and everything, like, God rest everybody's souls out there. Um, so now, but now listening after you guys, like, I'd want to do something honorable, I guess, like, you know, it's saving, too late for that. I know, like, she's gonna save some life. animals, I'm gonna save a child, he's gonna fight for his country. <laughs> you want to OD on smack, <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's why I don't want to come up, but yeah, I, I'd want to do something honorable. I guess. No, congratulations, yeah, no, that, that's life. super honorable. Congratulations on your choice. But this is really random. So, somebody was telling me at Doggy Brunch on Sunday, um. Somebody told me about some really fucked up thing some woman did. And this okay. is like kind of off the like off the subject of humans dying. But so this lady 
passed away, and in her will, she put that if she passed away, her dog had to be buried with her. So this perfectly healthy, normal dog had to be euthanized to be buried with her. That's how fucked is that? That is fucked. Like wait. Right. And then just like put him in later. Actually, like, yeah. Couldn't they have just kept her on ice? Yeah. Or, or, or just like don't do it. I mean, well, like I so I love all of my dogs. Like they're I view them as my children, but I would never That's fucked. Be like Hey, Andy, so, like, if I die, you have to kill Myrtle and put her in my casket. <laughs> right. like, yeah, that's so fucked. Somebody told me about this. She was like, yeah, it was just on the news. I mean, I did not end up researching the story, so I don't even know if this is 100% true. But I'm, I, I believe the person that told me because she's, like, one of my vendors that I normally have and whatever. That's but, the epitome of human selfishness. Yeah, it really fucked. is. Like, I'm, de- I'm dead, so I want all them to be dead, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's fucking crazy. It's just, it was super weird when she told me. I was like... I need to look this up later. And then I forgot because I was drinking. But it was like, I can't believe that someone would be like, oh, well, I'm dead. So all of my dogs need to die with me and be buried with so me. So let's talk, let's talk about uh, dogs in loneliness right now. Yes, yes. Right, so yes. I found um, I found this article. Is it one of those like seven things? Well, one it's of nine. Those articles? It's nine. Oh, but yes. nine, you idiot. <laughs> Damn. I was close. I was an odd it's, number. Um, so it's nine ways having a dog affects your dating life. Oh, perfect. I um, love these. Um, I figured you might. Um, uh, I can say from just right after doggy brunch. Uh, Pick up all the ladies. Dude. Here, yeah. You have no That's idea. That's why my brother comes to every one of my want, events. By the way, we're going to have to probably utilize your brother in the future because know, he apparently he slays at Tinder. Or yeah. Bumble, whatever the fuck. No, he name. like he he was at my I did doggy prom a few weeks ago, which was the best day of my life. Um but he came there. So I I, I sponsor before we get into this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sponsoring the softball team. This, I saw that. Yeah, which is super it's just like That's my rad, brother and like a yeah. bunch of my friends. Um and they were always sponsored by Jack Prince, but this year they wanted to be sponsored by like a nonprofit and all this stuff. So I'm sponsoring this softball team. So my agreement with them is like, hey, I buy all of your merchandise and like I buy like your t-shirts and all that shit. And then you come and help me at my events. So after doggy prom, my brother and a bunch of the softball team came up and did not help me with anything, but met ladies. Okay. (laughs) So like my brother met this girl there. And then his roommate, who is also on the softball team, also met a girl who he went out on multiple dates what with. What the fuck? Yeah. So come to Doggy Brunch, meet the ladies. Fucking A. Yeah, you're missing out, Patrick. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> and my brother's roommate does not have a dog. My brother does not have a dog. And they still come and they meet the ladies. How? I want to talk to those guys. Either way, let's get into the list. <laughs> This is the most upset I've well, ever seen you. <laughs> it's disappointing. Like, I, it's just. So his roommate, this is funny. This is going to be a story that's just going to upset me, isn't it? It is. Ah, his roommate ah. knocked over 
I was hoping you were saying knocked up. That's no. how, that's how <laughs> and now he's out of the dating world. That's how quickly yeah, my fucked. brain worked. No, he knocked over some girl's beer. And that's how they went on dates because he was like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. But also, my name's Greg. So what I'm going to do for now on is I'm just going to go to bars and just start knocking shit over. Yeah, but also with Knock girls over with a dogs. beer and be like, I'd like to covet another beer for you. I'd like yeah, to. Yeah, I just need to covet. Uh, I'm I'm uh, married. That's okay. I'm into coveting. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> onto the list. So this is um this is on bustle.com. Uh, written by Caitlin Wilde. Ooh, one of my favorite authors. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I um I do kind of understand this because mm-hmm. I had a dog. Unfortunately, she passed in February of last year, cancer. But dating with a dog was fucking hard. It was really hard, and so I I understood a lot of this. Um. So the first one, no more spontaneity. You can't mm-hmm. like, I mean, how great is it that you're, when you're dating somebody, your work on Friday and you get a text message from them and like, they say something like, Hey, let's, let's just take off this weekend. Let's go do this thing. And you're like, Oh, awesome idea. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't. Cause I have a dog. Okay. So that's where I come into play. Okay. Um, because I'm a dog walker and dog sitting service. So, okay. like, I guess if you have somebody lined up that you already know, then it makes it easy, semi-easy, because then if they're available. But mm-hmm. I do understand that part. It sucks. Because, like, so Andy and I go to this music festival called Riot Fest in Chicago every September. Nine Snails I... was there at Riot Fest. Yeah, Remember for... we were there? Oh, my God. In Chicago? Oh, yeah. Nine oh, Inch Nails yeah. was there that year. And, okay, small story. Okay. It was two years ago. Yeah, we were in Chicago together, yeah. he and I. It's two years ago. So we've been going to this music festival for a few years. Two years ago, and... We're standing there watching Nine Inch Nails, and we're up pretty close. And I don't know what it was that day, but like I've I've been like enclosed by people watching bands a million times. I don't know what it was at that moment, but it was like the farts and the armpits and everything came together right around my <laughs> face because I'm short. I couldn't handle. I I almost threw up. I had to walk out. And the minute I got out of like the mass of people i was like <gasps> that's I'm actually fine. we can explain that that was patrick and i we actually hit up a taco truck right before that <laughs> yeah and, uh, we were actually following you, you blasted <laughs> me yeah. it was so weird though like i was standing there watching nine inch nails having a great time i love the band it was super cool but i couldn't be up close anymore because i'm like i'm literally at armpit length like mm-hmm. i'm at armpit height of every person and the farts well, you're like rib, shooting. You're like right. rib length of Andy too. She, you guys don't know Andy, but he's uh, I don't know. Six He's three. the Cleveland version of Shrek. He's gigantic. <laughs> he's a huge man. Yeah, he's six super three. cool. Got I'm to, five three, so like super cool guy. Great. I got to talk to him a lot at Doggy Brunch, and it was really he was awesome to talk to. But he's a gigantic man. Yeah. So and like we're standing there next to each other, and I was like, dude, I gotta go. And he's like, what do you mean? Are you going to be fine? Like, I'll, I'll come with you. I was like, you stay. You are in prime height for mm-hmm. this. 
But me, I gotta go. Like, you enjoy it. I'll just be back there. Text me when, when they're done. And yeah, that's it. And I literally, like, got out of, like, the mass crowd. And I was like, <gasps> all right, now I'm going to go get a beer. And I'm like, great. Yeah. And it was fine. But it was, like, the farts and the <laughs> armpits and all the things. It was just so terrible. <laughs> I couldn't it handle it. It was um, so bad. We should have brought the... But either way. The, the, lang- the language. Yeah. It's not really oh, what we're about. The farts. The I'm language. Sorry. Yeah. Hey. Use the medical term. Oh, the toots. <laughs> Okay, so you've studied medicine. Okay. <laughs> or you have a four-year-old. Um, um, but yeah, so... We were talking about spontaneity. Yeah. So it gets it gets a little hard. Like when we go to that Riot Fest every yeah. September, I plan that... I can... Months in advance. Yeah, I, I, yeah oh, for you, yeah, definitely. Um, I can see like some of the, the like really like last-minute stuff would be kind of tough too. Um, but I mean, it's... I, I don't know. I, I, I agree, and then, I, I don't know. I think most right people, yeah. right now, there's a bunch, pe- bunch of people listening to this, they're all going, take your fucking dog with you! That's what they're saying, but like, yeah, okay, but not everywhere I want to go can I take my dog. Right. Or, very true. Or is, or is that fair to the dog? Right. We're, we're, you know I mean? we're going to KI on Saturday, and the we what? have planned it, and we can't take our dog. It's a cabin that we can't take our dog. Kelly's Island. Okay, I didn't know what can't that was. Can't take the dog. Yeah. So spontaneity basically out of the window. And I'm serious, like I I like in a relationship to me, that kind of thing is like super fucking fun. Where you're just like you're like, oh, it's another weekend coming up, and then one of the two has a great idea to like, let's just drive six hours to this place and check it out. Well, I can't tell you how many times like I've just been out and about on my day and I'm like, Oh shit, I, we should do this this weekend and then I'm like, eh, never mind. Yeah, I, I, I have six dogs. At the end of the last year, I met somebody, um, and she's awesome, but she had just gotten a puppy. So we're out after work on a date, right? And she's like, I, and we're having a great fucking time. And she's like, I really hate to do this, but I got to go. I got to go take care of this puppy. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. I understand. But that sucked. You know what yeah. I mean? It was just not sucked in like, you know, like, fuck the dog. It sucked in like, eh, that's a bummer. Because you understand. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? She's probably like, I got a puppy. Probably made Plus, it I have church in the morning and I don't like guys with <laughs> tattoos. And that's, that is. <laughs> that. But you have this really awesome funeral church tattoo. I know. It actually is. is. And I, I, it's but, rad. But still Josh my, did a good job. Still my, my, the, the, the Nosferatu one's still my favorite one. Oh, thanks. Wait, I don't know that one. Show me. Oh, show it to him. I love that one. I think it's the best one by far. And he's got a bunch of really good oh, ones. Yeah. I, I know we're we're doing a visual the thing right now, which is sick. kind of the which is kind of the staple of our podcast. Do visual discussions. Yeah, but, uh, she I was don't he was just showing uh, showing Savannah <laughs> one of his tattoos, and he's got a lot of uh, the uh, horror movie tattoos. His uh, Nosferatu one's fantastic. It's yeah. on the inside of his right arm. Um, no more uncomplicated sleepovers. I don't know what mm, that means. I would not. Agree with that. I'm not okay. sure. That. I'm sorry. Well, what, let me. I'll read the paragraph. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can't really wing it when uh, with guessing when you have a dog. If you're on a date and you think you might sleep over, wink, wink. Oh, this... they're basically saying like your dog is gonna lick their like this dude's balls. That's basically I what they're saying. I, I don't. I don't think that'll happen. Uh, my dog just likes to watch. <laughs> if you think you might have a slip, you might uh, make arrangements for someone to take your dog out, or you'll have to leave at the crack of dawn. 
Oh, no. I Even before I met Andy, like, I had Luna, and it was like, I have a dog. So you're, like, you're coming over, and that's it. And with Andy, I mean, he had dogs, so he understood. But with people without dogs, it was just like, the, the dog's going to be there, mm-hmm. and that's it. So you're saying you're saying it's up to the person without the dog to sleep over the person's house with the dog because they've got the dog, and you need to be partially accommodating. Yeah, and 90% of the time, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. If I was the in the situation and a girl was like, would you like to come back to my place also? I have a pet rhino. I'd be like, I don't, bitch, I don't care. Right. I'm just trying to get it in. Yeah, right. I'm fine. <laughs> Bring him in. I don't care. We'll have the weirdest fucking threesome ever. But right. I'm there, right? Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I get that. Like, what kind of, and by the way, what kind of jackass are you if you're like, no, it's my place or not at all? I mean, like, then. Yeah. She, yeah. If somebody, like, with when I had Luna, if, if there was, like, because this did happen to me one time where I was like, it, which was weird because like I'd been talking to this dude for three years. Like we never, Whoa, like, that's we fun. never, that's putting some time Way in. To take it slow. It was always, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I want to make sure it's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You running a credit check? On no, you? It, was, it was never, Jesus. it was never like a relationship thing. It was always just like, Hey, yeah, yeah, remember gotcha. me? It definitely yeah. wasn't um, a relationship thing. Definitely not. You both could have become doctors in that but time. But it was like, Hey, <laughs> I also, I, like I, I got, hey! I'm like, hey, I got this dog hey! since the last time we hung out. Yeah. If you want to, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, ain't not really into dogs. Do you want to come to my place? I was like, I'm not really into you. Yeah. Hey, way to After save yourself some years, sex, douchebag. It was just like, that was it. He's like, an idiot. See ya. You Later, see- bro. Yeah. Well, and, well and way to go, buddy. Yeah. I, I've also turned down. Uh, relationships or, or, or sex because of uh, the interference of dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Right. My dog's going to be sitting on the if floor. If a girl was like, my dad just got out of prison, he's staying at my place, I'd be like, we'll make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Even if she's sitting at the end of the bed, who fucking cares? Well, oh your God. timing is perfect because the next one is lots of fighting over the bed. So let's talk about this one. Oh, yeah, because so, I have six. Yeah, so I, I, let's say I meet somebody and they have a dog and I have no problem with dogs, so I don't care. And I go there. The next thing you know, the dog's up on the bed and it's like jostling. It's doing that thing where it just spins and spins and spins and spins and spins. And in my brain, I'm like, just fucking pick a spot. And yeah. it's like, no, you're in my way, asshole. So it's spinning and it's spinning and it's spinning and it's spinning. Like, what, like, what do you do at that point? You're like, hey, uh, I should... Clearly, the dog's not pleased that I'm here. I should remove myself. Before we get into it, can we just address this? What, yes. What are we addressing? Of, of uh, Roscoe just staring at me. Yeah, I it's because he's I abused like here. No, because he's like <laughs> mother. Yeah. He's like, I love Carissa, but I know you're the dog mother. Um. No. Anyways, so. I mean, I have six dogs, so you know that. I have a king size bed, obviously, because that wouldn't work without it. But we have this one dog. She's a black lab Rottweiler mix, mm-hmm. and she thinks it's cute to jump up in the bed and lay all the way across and fall asleep immediately, right in the middle. And she's See, ninety pounds. Yeah, that's so it's like you that's can't a mood move breaker her. right there. And then even if. 
I don't even care what kind of mood you're in. <laughs> I, I could be in like, I'm going to be dead in a second mood. And it's like trying to move her. It's mm-hmm. like a game to her. Cause she'll, she'll like open her eyes and look at you and you're trying to move the back of her body. And she's just like, <laughs> no, right. yeah. like we're right. not doing this. Right. This is where I'm laying. Yeah. Did you not realize last night, last night, Andy went out and Ubered after uh, he went to a show and so I had a spare bedroom night. So I had all six dogs in the queen size bed. Mm-hmm. And which for me, like, <laughs> yeah, for me, I have one. I'll show you. <laughs> for me, I'm like, I am a 120 pound human being. I'm five foot three. Like, it's not that big of a deal. If all six of the dogs are swarmed around me, I will be pushed against the wall. It's fine. But, like, if Andy's in the bed, he's 6'3", 220, like, no, that's not happening. So. Andy's the problem is what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> Later, bro. <laughs> um, no, so. Get a futon. Yeah. Sleep in the spare bedroom. Um, so, with, like, us, with the six dogs, it's kind of crazy. But even, like, when I was dating, like, before. Right. Even before Andy, or even with Andy, when I when I first started dating him and I didn't live with him, I had two dogs, and it was just it was normal with him because he was used to having mm-hmm. two dogs in the bed with him. But before that, it was like, "Hey, dude, this is my dog, and it's gonna sleep here." Right. And if you're not cool with that, oh well. You have to pee. Go. Who, me? Yeah. No, why? What? I don't know. You're shaking your leg. I do all the time. <laughs> all the time. 90% of the time, my legs are moving. No, yeah. that's not a joke. He has a toe when he has to pee. No. Oh, right. It's this. Yeah. <laughs> he does the pee-pee break dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I learned it from my son. He would just walk around just like holding his penis. Yeah. And it's like, Sam, do you have to go potty? No. Like, fuck it. Fuck. Shut the fuck up. Go no, potty. Just go. Yes, you have to go. Right. You try to fool fool me. <laughs> yeah, next one. Lots of jealousy. I think this is more about like affection, right? Like you're showing affection it to your very, dog. It very much is, and it's funny because I just kind of had this thing with that uh, when we were at the doggy brunch. Roscoe's not a terribly like uh, doesn't like a lot of dogs. He mm-hmm. loves people. He was okay with every single dog until Carissa pet another dog. And then shit got crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he then got he super went. At, then he went after this dog. Oh, yeah. He's like, get on my mom, bitch! Like, <laughs> yeah. I like his voice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's like that. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, our uh, our first dog. Um, whenever we would uh, me have Manny. S- yeah, Manny. Whenever uh, we would have sex, which was all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just hitting that shit. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. But whenever, whenever, honestly, whenever we would have sex, he would leave the room. He would go down to the basement, go in the laundry room, and shit or piss. On the DVDs. No. He did that. I know. You told me. Oh, yeah. Right. So I'm I'm not fucking about when I say that. He would he was just like, would Hey you, Dad, you know what? Glad you're enjoying yourself. Clean it up. <laughs> Wait, would you it's because you would like shut the door and shut him out? No. Well that's what you should have done. As soon as shit started. Jealousy. As soon as soon as it as soon as it became obvious that we were going to engage the physical act of love. 
<laughs> Which again, all the time. <laughs> Every five minutes. That's right. Had to ice this bitch down. Uh, Sorry, that's too so far. Uncomfortable right. right now. But no, he would. Manny would run downstairs, and because uh, like, oh, okay, well, it's fine. You're not include me. Which why do you want to be included? But then he would he would he would go into our laundry room and he would piss or shit on the ground. Yeah, Myrtle does the same thing. He would also do it if we left the house, if we ate, or if we went to sleep. What is happening with your dogs? Well, I'm he's gone now. You survived that. Well, we yeah. did. I mean, he's gone now. You notice Manny's not around. Well, well, like with our dogs, it's. I mean, we have six, and the five normally are just like, eh, whatever. That's yeah, cool. Myrtle, my little one. She will, if it's happening downstairs, she will sit on the top step and not come down until you, like, force her. Like, everything would be done, and she's just like... Oh, I thought you were, like, still going, and you're like, get down here and walk! No, like, everything would be done, and it's like, it's like, Myrtle, like, come downstairs, it's been an hour, and she's just like... You defiled my mother. <laughs> you think I can ever lay on that couch again? Yeah, he's so big. You're so little. I don't know. Well, and like even even if it like in the bedroom, like it's just like Myrtle's like, "Fuck you! Don't touch my mom." Like it, I, it gets like that. It is quite jealous. This is one of the more bizarre conversations we ever had on this podcast. Well. <laughs> A couple of things. I think I, it's sad just, that we haven't talked about it yet. Yeah, I just heard Carissa <laughs> say she's interested in the logistics because of his height versus yours. That's still playing in my brain. I don't yeah, know if anybody let, else heard that. No, let, let's let's go right past that. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. then there was the part where, and Chris is just like, well, okay, well, I was just curious. And then there's the part where you're like, it doesn't been, make sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's a the part where you're like, it's been an hour. And Joe's like, it's been two for us. And it's going to be this, like... <laughs> I'm not trying to one-up you. I was saying, like, it's We're been just an better hour at sex. since it's been done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, even come after you've been, now, you've been done with sex for an hour, and Myrtle still refuses to come yeah, downstairs. Yeah, Myrtle's like, I don't even want to look at you. I'm not interested. I you assume we're getting... my mother, yeah. and my mother is a whore now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I assume we're now. getting a new couch. Right. <laughs> 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 you think I'm going to lay there? Yeah. <laughs> After I saw that. Also, Myrtle doesn't lay on the couch. She lays on the end table. Oh. Yeah. What Clearly because of the sex. <laughs> Go home tonight and fuck with her. Have sex on the end table. <laughs> Where are you going to go now, bitch? Yeah, you live in the basement. Um, also, hit it down there. <laughs> Never. It smells like piss. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Oh. Anyways, next. Fucking near dogs. This is fucking complicated. Um, stressful vacations. <laughs> Carissa, you're the best part of this podcast. I say <laughs> fucking with dogs. She just goes. <laughs> Normal life. Wait, stressful vacations? Yeah. I, in the, like, this is clearly like, look, I'm, we're planning a vacation. Yay, we're going on vacation. Oh, shit, I have a dog. No, which... but it also can be this. So... Andy and I went to Portland last June for one of my girlfriend's weddings, and I had split my dog watching in two because we were gone for 10 days. So I was like, I don't want to make one person watch six fucking dogs for 10 days. So we split it between my best friend Renee and my brother. 
And my brother was like the first half of the week and my best friend Renee was the second half of the week. So Renee texts me one day. We're at we're at breakfast in Portland. So we're three hours behind. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. And she's like, hey, so like Zully like won't come out of her crate and she's limping. So I'm really worried about her. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And then she comes out and Renee sees this big gash on Zully's leg. Oh. And I text my brother. I was like, hey, dude, uh, something happened? He's like, and then uh, 12 hours later, he texted mm. me back. 12 hours later, he texted me back and he was Motherfucker. like. Motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't notice anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. All right, so I make an appointment for Renee to take her into my vet. I give him my credit card information, whatever. And then the next day, I texted him again, and I was like, hey, so they said that, like, it was a dog bite. And he goes, oh, yeah, like, I threw a treat, and I'm pretty sure they got into it, but, like, I don't really know. <laughs> so that's the stressful dog vacation. Yeah. Like, if, if nothing happens, it's not that big of a deal. But when that kind of shit happens, you're like, what the fuck? I enlisted you. Like, I'm giving you money to watch my dogs. And then you just, like, say, I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> well, aside from the dog fight club that this one sets up every time yeah, she goes out of town. Every week. I don't know. It sounds more like just the same thing, just not being able to to plan to what to do with a dog. Yeah, it, and like having a dog like boarded is fucking expensive. Oh, it is. It, it, it we honestly have probably only boarded a dog once, like years ago. Um, the good news, now that we Manny. have Roscoe, is that yeah, is that yeah. anybody can watch mm-hmm. like. We had a group of people that could watch Manny, but it was a small, exclusive group. Yeah. It was like having Jedi's watch him. Like, there's weren't that many. Because <laughs> he was such an asshole. And everyone knew he was an asshole, so no one would watch him. Right. They're like, you want me to what? No, fuck that dog. <laughs> Roscoe, everyone wants to watch him. Right. So it's easier. Yeah. It, it's easier to watch him. So my mom will. My friends will. Uh, it's, it's, it's easy with him. So um, This next one here is lots of outdoor eating. And what this means is basically, okay, let's say you've planned a date. Hey, after work, let's get together and get some, you know, happy hour appetizers, drinks. Sure. And the person who has the dogs, like, okay, that sounds like a good time, except my dog's been home for an entire work day by itself. Okay. So if we're going to go out, um, we need to find a place where we're, we're going to have to sit outside because my dog's been cooped up all day. I mean, again, it happens for sure. Um, I actually don't see that as a bad thing at all. I really prefer that. Um, I like being able to sit on the patios. I love sitting on dog-friendly patios. If we don't have Roscoe, I like seeing dogs on the patios. Where I, I like that. So right. I, don't, I don't necessarily see that as a problem. But I guess, again, I think the, bi- the biggest caveat of this, where my opinion 100% doesn't matter, is that uh, I've never dated with a dog. Right. Like, everything is always me and Carissa figuring out what to do with the dog. Um, arguments over training. I think this is fucking stupid. No. Like, if you're, argue, if you're dating somewhere and the two of you are arguing over training your dog, break up. Yeah. Oh, St- yeah. Stop hanging out. Yeah. Like, no, don't potty train him. Let him be yeah. himself. Like, <laughs> Well, not even potty training or, or anything like that. But, like, if your dog needs, like, 
aggressive dog training or like anything about the dog that needs some sort of training. I feel like, I guess where that would come into play is money. Like, okay. Yeah, probably. I guess that's what that might mean is like, if you want to put your dog through like a training program where you're spending a lot of money. Yeah. Money does not come up in this at all. It's literally about arguing over like, why do you let your dog howl at the 12 o'clock siren? Oh, well, that's dumb. That, I, I agree. If Look, if you're hanging out with a person and that happens and they go, I've always wondered why you let your dog howl at the 12 o'clock siren without telling it to be quiet, I would say you should probably just leave because if that's what's bothering you right now, yeah, then get the it's going to get, the way, it's gonna get right. way fucking worse. I immediately would ask what you think thought when you died. What? Huh? When what? Anyways, next. Huh. <laughs> I don't um, even know what you said. Not, yeah, neither did I. That, you know, fine. Canceled I'm, plans. I'm out for the rest of this podcast. So you have you have <laughs> you you have plans with somebody, and you have to cancel them because you have a dog to take care of. Like mm. like you've made dinner plans well in advance, and then you get that call like, "Hey, look, I really want to go, but." The only thing that I feel like would interfere with that is if something happened to your dog. Like, it would be the same thing if you had kids. Like, you make the plan, and then you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go home before and feed my dog and let them out and then go. But the only thing that I feel like would interfere with that is if, like, oh, I got home and my dog was violently ill, and I have to take them to the emergency vet. Yeah, Otherwise, this- it's not... Any sort of hinder. Yeah, this is literally about, like, in in this article, it's literally about, like, I'd rather go home and hang out with my dog. Again, I come back to then. Oh, well, that's also just called, like, I don't like you that much. Uh, I, I agree. <laughs> like, canceled plan. That's not a canceled plan. That's, I don't want to date you. Stop asking me out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That one's null and void. Uh, he, he, here's the, the last one. Uh, I think it's the last one. Um, nope. Yes. Breakups. Okay. Th- this, this one, one I is get huge. if you got a dog together. Even if you don't have a dog together, I right, feel let's... like this one is huge. Okay. Because if you move in with somebody and or you're married to somebody or whatever and you had a dog from a previous time before that, it makes it super muddy because like... That person is bonded with the dog. You have bonded with, let's say they had dogs and you've bonded with their dogs. Figuring out how to do that. And I understand like, so for instance, like Andy and myself, Mm -hmm. um, I had two dogs. He had two dogs. We have two dogs together. If we were to break up, how do you split them up? And also who, what one of those dogs has bonded with another dog and, like, all that other shit. Like, it gets really muddy. So that one is a lot. Like, that one's legit. Would you ever consider dating or not dating somebody because of that, though? Like, would you, like, like me, I have kids, right? It is really, for me to introduce somebody to my kids, that's a big fucking deal because oh, they're yeah. human beings and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to emotionally connect. Right. 
now make that dogs. Would you ever like uh, you meet somebody, you know, maybe it's not. Yeah. You meet somebody and you're like, you know, I bring you in. And after how long, like, do you like, no, it's my fucking dog. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of my house. Yes. Well, my, my, wait, well, what? yes, yes. I'm, I'm saying yes to like, oh, okay. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, saying yes to, um, like, yes, I would consider that. Okay. Okay. Because okay. like, even though it's not a kid and all of that, like, I, and even though, like, I work with dogs all day, every day, I understand they are not physical children. You know, like, I know that they are not human beings. Just to clarify that for everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that dogs are not right actual kids, but the way that the, like, the way that society has worked in the past, even, like, five years dogs have been become like people's kids so for me like technically if if we were talking about like whose dogs are whose in my relationship right i have two dogs um the other two are are like relationship dogs that we've gotten together and then the other two are his so in that sense, like in that standpoint, it would be like, well, I would definitely take my two dogs because I've had them before this relationship, sure. and then figuring out like what other, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It it gets muddy just to say, but it's different than like with kids because it's like this is my kid. I'm clearly having this kid right. with me, so it's it, it's kind of weird with dogs. Yeah. Uh, I, it's just weird to me to think that you wouldn't, I don't mean you, I mean the royal you, that somebody might not date somebody because they're like, hey, look, if this doesn't work out, then we're going to have this dog situation, so let's not even see what happens. Like, I, I well, yeah, but feel that's like why that's you just don't saying. get dogs with other people until you know. Well, sure, yeah. That's why you don't, like, you don't get a dog with another person until you fully know that that is what you want to do. And if it doesn't end up working out, that's when you figure that out. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've known like, I'm not going to drop names or like whatever, but like my original tattoo artist, him and his ex-girlfriend like got a dog together. Like he had a dog and they got a dog together and it was a big deal, like, when they broke up that he, she was taking the dog because these two dogs had bonded and they got her together and, like, right. all this stuff. And, like, it was a big deal. So that's when it gets a little bit muddy. So but it, until until that happens, and this whole, like, thing that we're talking about is, like, the initial dating. Mm -hmm, it's not, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. when you've been together. Right. So that shouldn't matter. Yeah, this doesn't like your situation. This what we're talking about here doesn't apply yeah, to your it situation. Apply to it, me. Totally it doesn't different. apply to most right. people. It doesn't apply to Joe and Chris. It doesn't apply to you. It's like this is like, hey, it's the point of this article is like, hey, I'm gonna tell you nine things that if you're a dog owner, it's gonna make it hard to date. Right. And and I and I think there's a lot of legitimacy to oh, a lot of the things yeah. in here. Like it, it it is a thing, like where you're like, hey, I'd love to hang out some more. Because we're having a great time, but I I gotta go. And you're like, oh fuck, this that 
sucks because like in a situation like that i'm not thinking about that because i don't have a dog and then that comes out like out of nowhere you're like oh you have a puppy you gotta go i get it i do i understand but also it should never come out of nowhere someone should always let you know if they have dogs no i i agree like i feel like by the way (laughs) yeah like i feel like in in the dating aspect like in and this is just me like i haven't been in the dating world for I don't know, like four years, but like, or three years, but I feel like in that like initial first communications, Mm -hmm. whether it be online or in person, you should at least just like throw out your random things like, oh, I live on my own. I have dogs. Oh, I have two kids just an fyi I, and that's just me saying that read. from like yeah. i can't read <laughs> yeah like i i went on like multiple dates with somebody like well before i met andy like multiple dates with somebody before i even knew they had a fucking two-year-old oh damn like <laughs> like there was one day i was sitting at a um booths and I was like, hey, you should come up here. It's Friday night, whatever. And he was like, yeah, so about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, you have a child. Thank you for telling me now that I've already like been interested in you yeah. for four dates. Perfect. That's but it tough. should be the same thing with the dog. Like, hey, I've got this dog. Like, I'm just letting you know, like, if I need to leave or need to do something randomly. It's because of this, and it's not because I don't like you. Right. So. Um, okay, dating. Dating sucks. Dating um, with pets just adds some complexity to it, but it's not impossible. What? Um, what's uh, What's on the horizon for social pause? What's What's going on? What's new? What's going on? Ooh, lots of things. So, um, our next event is. June twenty second at um, Bookhouse Brewing, Ooh, I love which that place. is our new location. So we haven't had any events there, haven't done anything there. Um, really, really, a, I've only been there twice. I really like that place. Yeah, it feels like home. It's when a you very walk cool in. place. Love that bar. Yeah, good their beer. Patio is cool. They got guest beers too. It's a really cool place. Yeah. Over on twenty uh, fifth. Yeah, so it's on twenty fifth. Um, we're gonna have. It's called the Social Solstice. So it's the day after the summer solstice. It's on uh, June 22nd. So it'll be dog pools, a whole like cookout thing. Like it's a whole like just big dog party for your dogs. That's awesome. Um, And then after that, we have two big things scheduled. So the next one is June 30th at Whiskey Island. Um, That one is our island potty. Oh, bro. Nice job. Island Potty. Um, That's a really cool event because it benefits um, Second Chance Animal Rescue. Well, all the events in June, Second Chance Animal Rescue. But it's Second Chance. It sounds like ones that, like, did time. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Um, So all their dogs are pulled from, all their dogs are pit bulls. And they're all pulled from local shelters. Okay. Um, they usually only have like five to six dogs at a time because they only have so many fosters, but they're a super cool, like super cool rescue. Um, 
So our next one after the social solstice is the um, Island Potty at Whiskey Island on June 30th. It's a Sunday, which will be super cool. We'll have a whole vendor garden, a private tent, private servers, um, interactive arts. Oh, cool. A band, the Spasmatics will be there. Seen them a few times. Yeah, it'll be, that one's a lot of fun. And then my most exciting event, my favorite one that we do all summer is the Madison Dog Walk. Um, I really thought that was going to be a guiltless podcast thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, you, sorry. Okay. No, yeah. so the Madison Dog Walk is, um, it's a walk down Madison Avenue. It's on July 7th. It's uh, unfortunately on 4th of July weekend, but it's on Sunday. So drink your beers, come out, and then, you know, do your thing. I, I think that's a good... I actually, I don't think there's anything wrong with that weekend. I really don't. I think it's I, perfect. I, I think it is too, because you, you're you, people are going to take long weekends. Yeah, and, and then on Sunday they come out and do something their else thing. to do. It's going to be good weather. I think it's a great weekend for that. We'll definitely do that. Yeah, so that one's really fun. It's even Patrick, um, even though he doesn't have a dog, yeah. show like a weird <laughs> It's a walk up and down Madison <laughs> Avenue. So we start at Bottle House Brewing and then we end at Bottle House Brewing. But in in the whole walk. It's about a two and a half mile walk. We go down to Pets General um, and all the way back, and all the local businesses along the way either have like a freebie, a giveaway, a discount, or just like water and treats. Um, so that one's a really fun event. If you just go to Social Pause CLE on Facebook, check it out. You can see all the events or Social Pause CLE on Instagram. So that's us. Right on. Well, everybody, I mean, I know she just kind of ran down all the things they're doing. These are definitely events you should check out. Uh, like we mentioned, this is the second time we've had Savannah on. And actually, ask you, since the first time you've been on to now, what's changed? <laughs> oh, this is really exciting, actually. I'm glad you said something. Do you? So, I actually started a dog walking service through Social Paws. Which is really cool. Um, I didn't have this the first time we met because it was right after I'd finished up all that calves dog walking yeah, and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, we started up a dog walking service through Social Paws. So we have, even though I've been a dog walker for the past year, I have hired a couple like really awesome people. Um, we're fully insured, all that fun stuff. Um, a couple other things that have not changed but been exciting in the past couple weeks is like, one, Joe and Carissa have come out to my doggy brunches, which is really exciting. Aww. I know. I'm and they brought so... Roscoe, and that's very exciting. He did well. I know. Ish. I've met a lot of really cool like new puppies and done all the things. I wrote a really cool review for you guys today. And we appreciate it. Love that. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Just like lots of fun stuff. I mean, the dog walking service is huge right now. Good. Getting a lot of hits on that, which is cool. Um, you got to make sure you give us some information on like who to contact about that because we want to make sure we put it on the website, make sure we post yeah. on Instagram too. Me. Yeah. <laughs> contact me. Call Savannah. That's what we'll put on the Call website. Call me. <laughs> Uh, but Call yeah, uh, we've, uh, we've been to a no, lot of these events nice. before. Um, 
Definitely check these out. These are really, really fun events. The doggy brunch stuff that is not terrestrial is a lot of fun. We Again, we've been there twice. They do it every two weeks or sorry. Second they and do fourth it, Sunday. Fucking whatever. <laughs> Just look at the goddamn website. So uh, <laughs> the cool thing, like the cool thing with these events is that it's all about socialization. And Very you much. know, something that was really cool that happened at the doggy brunch on Sunday. Was somebody came up to me. So there were two really cool things happen. Um, one was there's this really cool girl named Jennifer. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But there's this Facebook group on um, on Facebook. And it's called Weirdo Dog Lovers of CLE. And this girl Jennifer posts in there all the time about how they have like a million dogs. And they have this one dog named Gizmo, and he doesn't have any eyes. And I was super pumped. He was born without eyes, or no, he's he lost both his, his eyes? Yeah, he lost both okay. of his eyes. So I was super pumped when I saw them walk in. And this was like probably about an hour before you guys got there. I was super pumped when he walked in, and I'm like, oh, sweet, I get to meet Gizmo. And then I also got to meet his sister that they just adopted a few weeks ago. They left Doggy Brunch and went and adopted an eighth fucking dog. Jeez. I know. <laughs> I thought I was crazy. <laughs> but, like, that was really cool. Eight that, like, dogs. Yeah, but, like, that was really cool that I got to, like, kind of be a part of that. Yeah. And then the other really cool thing that happened was um, somebody came up to me and, like, just confided all of their problems with their dogs in me and told me like how much social pause and socializing their dogs has helped awesome their situation and they're like we don't even know what we would do without these events because before we knew about them we just like would take them to patios and they'd be assholes but now that they <laughs> like are in this environment with multiple dogs where it's not like a dog park but it's like you know, they're not all off leash. Everyone's on leash. Everyone's having a good time and everyone's in a contained environment. So these dogs are learning to do leash skills and do all these things while they're at these events. So it's kind of like... That is cool. Yeah. So like when this girl was telling me this, I'm like, holy shit, I'm actually doing something. So do you have... Do you... Have you ever asked these people to go to your website and do you have like where they can put testimonials? I, I don't have that open up on my ta- on my uh, mm-hmm. website. Like people can go to my Facebook and write things okay, or my okay. Instagram or whatever. Um, well, not Instagram, but like Facebook and like write all their things. Um, people don't normally do it unless if they're like prompted to do it. Yeah. And I'm not just like out there like, hey, tell Facebook about how no, great I, these are. We you get know? it because we basically beg for reviews. And, yeah. and it's not it's not like it's not for selfish reasons. Well, you it's like long enough that I finally yeah. did it. Well, it's it's <laughs> like the only way to spread it is by doing that, right? right. So it's the same thing. It, it I think what's really cool about like our our opportunity to record with you at least once, because this hasn't been released, is I've I think I can think of two or three conversations at work where people are like, "Oh, that's awesome! I didn't know there was a was a that." Yeah, yeah. Gonna, and and that's pretty rad, right? Because like, it's it's they just didn't even know it existed, and then you find a medium where people are like, oh, "I didn't know that was a thing. I'm gonna go check that out," you know. Um, and well, I, and I think like, that's pretty cool. 
And that's a cool thing with you guys too, because like I said yesterday, like I was at the tattoo pot, like at the tattoo place, mm-hmm. and like I had said something to Corey, and he was like, "Oh, I didn't even know there were like local podcasts." See, I'm like yeah, yeah, go and check it out. You know where? No matter what, it's like you said before about the dog watching thing, or like whatever. Like it wasn't about the dog watching. I don't remember what it was, but like. It's all about like who has recommended you to yeah. that specific thing. So I was because I, I know what you're talking about because it was kind of like when we, were t- when we were talking about the tattoo stuff. So when something like that comes up, or when you want to do something to your house, you want to get your lawn mowed. The house. Thing, the, the, yeah. the first thing you're gonna do, at least for me, is that I don't Google and then try to do this. I talk to people who have had a similar service done and said, "Who did you use? What was it like?" What was the price? Were they good? Did they do, you, did they do right by you? Whatever it might be. Because personal experience with people that you know and trust is the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. To me. So, like, for me, and that this is, they actually never reached back out, so I apologize for even bringing this up. But a guy at my jiu-jitsu school said, hey, my daughter wants to do more stuff with dogs, rescues, and stuff. And they're like, do you any idea where you think? And I'm like... I think you should reach out to Savannah. If it's not anything with her, I bet she can point you in the right direction. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's stuff like that. So, I mean, he he know, he knew that I did uh, an interview with you and that we had talked and we were friends. And and uh, so he came and asked me. I was like, yeah, you should definitely – I would start here first. I'm not saying she's going to have a job for her, but I promise you she's going to be in contact with shelters, whatever it might be, right. and you can put her in the right direction. So it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, in, in tattoos, another thing. If someone, and actually, there's a couple of people at our work that have talked about tattoos, and we're p- pushing her right to Josh. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't know all that stuff. It's crazy, but you guys speak highly and you've talked about these things. Gonna go to Josh. I, I think that's the best way to do anything like this. Oh, 100%. Like, I, while we've been sitting here, I got a text message from somebody that was like, oh, hey, this person used you. I am going out of town these days. Like, would you be able to stay over? Like, yeah, it's all about word of mouth and all about recommendations, yep. which is really cool. But I don't know. It's, it's it's helped us in talking to people and talking to new people. Yeah. Because now when we reach out, we can be like, hey, you know what? We've talked to us event at Social Paws, the Lady Butchers, mm-hmm. Andre Knott, the Sportscaster. I mean, it, people knowing that we've talked to people in the area know that we're Cleveland-based and we talked to Cleveland uh, – businesses or personalities or whatever you want to call it right that that does helps and kind of see like it's not something we're just we're just talking about we're we're doing and we like doing it and we want to encourage that kind of stuff so yeah it's good well i'm glad to hear that um things are going well yeah upcoming events let's stay in touch that's awesome too much fun stuff (laughs) it's a good Um, problem to have always guiltlessnetwork.com check out all the shows we have is there anything else I mean, we, um, we have first a, of all, yeah. before we go, I know what is this murder? Clearly, uh, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's a Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre. Movie. But I'm wondering Just what one there. because I feel like I've never seen it. Uh, this is one of the reboots, I oh, think. Oh, no, I know this one. I've seen it. Never mind. Oh, all do right. you know this one? Yeah. Here's, here's what's going to happen all these teenagers are going to die. Well, duh. Yeah. Is this, the, is this the pre? The nah, pre one? It might be. It might be. I don't know. Like it was like before. I don't know. We just like to kind of have horror movies on in the background when this is going on. Yeah. So, uh, it is what it is. Either way. Anyways, yeah. Patrick, yeah, Gillis, do you uh, think? Gillis, uh, Gillis podcast.com for sure. Uh, 
obviously, Patrick and I have a lot going on. Um, in the last couple of days, we have come up with a couple of things that we're not going to really talk about right now or release yet, but some different ideas, some video casting stuff that we're going to do with Dan, some new uh, – Patrick just actually actually secured uh, – uh, an interview that's going to happen in a couple weeks. I'm pretty excited about, but I don't want to say anything about it. Um, a lot of you guys probably know and follow the Cleveland bucket list. We're going to be talking to uh, Haley at the Cleveland bucket list here in a couple right of on. weeks. We're really excited about that. We met and had some drinks with her. She's very, very cool. Very, very easy to talk to just like Savannah. So uh, there's a lot of things coming up here. We're really excited. Please make sure you guys check out. I still like you. The other shows on the network, uh, pop culture spectrum. I mentioned it earlier. Dan just released an amazing episode about the six degrees of Charles Manson. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievably impressive. Really good. I apologize for the back talking. These two girls are getting beers as we're trying to promote everything. Uh, and as and as is happening, I think seven episodes, Carissa completely forgets that we're doing a podcast when we're down here and just talks at full volume. <laughs> So, but it's please fine. check, please check out the pop culture spectrum with Dan, the Charles Manson six degrees thing. It's really impressive. It's good. It's only twenty five minutes yeah. long. I learned so. I knew a lot of the things that he yeah. talked about, but the amount of and I, I'm looking at Savannah. I would. It's really. It's only. I think it's like 24, 25 yeah. minutes long. The amount of information, the amount of celebrities that you know that were directly or indirectly related to that is. It's really impressive. Dan so, does a really good job. I I've been meaning to check that out, and like today I was gonna listen to it, but my phone. Mm -hmm. By the time I left my house, it was already at forty percent because that's my life. Um, <laughs> but I am like so, so 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 interested in like serial killers. Same. It's insane. Same. So like the the mindset and all the crazy things. Um, so I, I like I have to check that out tomorrow. Like it's, I'm it's gonna a fun make one. sure it's really, really that good. I charge my phone up because like I keep a charger in my car at all times, but I always just forget to use it. So yeah, you, gotta get, you gotta get second batteries. Wait, you, gotta get, you gotta get the portable second batteries. Oh, they make that? Oh like, yeah. yeah, for an no. iPhone? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Show me the website. I don't know why I'd make this up. <laughs> <laughs> You are a liar, Joe. <laughs> True that. Well, and on that note, uh, thanks for listening. And Thank you, Savannah. Go walk your dogs, you assholes. Yes. No, no. Hire me. Have Savannah do it, you dumb bastard. Hire Sam. And, yeah, don't walk your own dog, you lazy pieces of shit. Yeah, hire me. <laughs>